FC Dons are probably the world's most popular Sunday league football club, with 100 million views and half a million fans to their name since their inception by grime artist Don Strapsy nearly 10 years ago. Forged from family, friendships and fiercely proud of their roots in South East London, the passion and authenticity of their content has some willing to do anything for the Dons. Anything, 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 anything. And others wanting them out the game. We create rivalries, that's what we do. But we're, we're, we've got 600 people on the sideline with no security, nothing, and, and we're going at each other. On the pitch, the Dons have conquered almost all they've faced, but off of it, outside of the game he loves, Donny's personal journey reveals struggles that have driven him to use his club for good. If you go and do that, forget about SE Dons, it's done. And my mum woke up in the morning one time and I was so tired, I was meant to go and get in there and she said, no, you're not doing this, Andrew. I believe in you, I believe in what you're doing. Running a club seen by many as their biggest rivals, I've long admired what the Dons have done from afar, but we've never actually met until today. Over the years, plenty of people have questioned why we've never played each other. Today, for the first time, we reveal why. I say it all the time, I think there's no bigger YouTube game than Essidons vs Hashtag. You know, for a long time I kept saying Hashtag we're hiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, I mean, that, wait, was, that was what it was. So and and no, no, I'll get it off my chest now, yeah, because we've said what I said I appreciate. The honest answer is... So, can we get it on in 2024? What else does the future have in store for Don Strapsy, Big G and the Dons? And how do they run their football club? You're probably fair to say the best known Sunday team in the world. I think that's fair. Have you taken SE Dons as far as you can take them? Here's my idea. Here's how Hashtag are going to play SE Dons. But you wouldn't get like two big rivalry non-league teams or even lower league teams like in a room like this. It's just never done. Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of How to Run a Football Club. This is a big one. It's SE Dons and Hashtag United in the same room for the first time ever going to be very interesting. If you're enjoying listening to this, please do make sure you drop a uh, like rating, whatever audio platform you're listening to, and make sure you're following us as well. It does help us a lot and hope you enjoy this episode. Right, here we are. I am absolutely buzzing for this one. We have got Donnie and Big G from SE Dons. And amazingly, we've just been talking about this. I think this is the first time we've ever all been in the same room. Yeah. Which is yeah. mad. It feels a little bit, and it isn't that, that deep at all for anyone watching, but it feels a little bit like the meeting of the families in like, you know, like <laughs> yeah, Godfather yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm, I'm buzzing you guys have come in. Like this podcast is all about meeting people that are doing interesting things in football, be it more traditional clubs or clubs like yourselves, who I think are much more... We'll talk about it today because there's a lot of similarities between Hashtag and SE Dons, but there's also so many differences and I'm really fascinated to dig into that. But first of all, just how are you guys? Like, how's everything going at the Dons? Yeah, good, man. First of all, thanks for having us as well, Spencer. Um, really, Pleasure. We appreciate you bringing us down here. We were just walking around. Just, It's amazing what, you, what you've achieved and what Hashtag are doing. And I want to give you your flowers because I think what you're doing is, is important. And it's, and it's fantastic. So I just no, want to get that out of the way. Thank um, you, mate. Now we can get back to not liking each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Other than that, um, no, yeah, we're, we're good, man. We're good. Um, we're just working uh, literally every day. We're just working hard and the Dons are doing all right. We've got some big games coming up. Um, but yeah, just every day we're just living it, Spence, to be honest. And that's it, really. And it's been, I think, so I've obviously been watching you guys and following you guys for a long time, but I was digging deep into everything you guys have done. So I think I'm right in saying 2017, your first Don's video. Yeah, but obviously right. you've been making YouTube videos a lot longer than that. Yeah. And that was the first thing that struck me is, is a sort of, I think everyone that came up around the same time on YouTube has a bit of something in common, like especially in the early days. I mean, I think your first video was like 2010. Yeah. So like similar sort of time to me. We're talking like 13, 14 years. 
is we all like gambled a little bit on YouTube because it didn't really it wasn't a thing. You could, it wasn't going to make any money. And there's no proof of that. Yeah. But we all just put time into it. Obviously, your music background is is where you started with your videos, and that's obviously a massive part. I want to look at that as well. But then similarly, like I never started making football videos either. Like I wasn't doing what you were doing, but I was doing. I was trying to do stand up comedy. I was doing comedy videos. Everyone's always like, "What are you?" When yeah, I say that, but yeah. it was. I mean, I didn't. I didn't make it as a comic. So there's yeah, your yeah. proof. But. But I was like trying something different. And actually it was football was the first thing that actually worked for me on YouTube. And um, funnily enough, I'm not a rapper, but the first yeah. football video I ever made that got any sort of traction was what, something I called the Premier League poem. Yeah. And I do a poem about it and it was like a little bit silly. Like I wouldn't say it was in the level of what you do, but obviously your football lyrics and stuff yeah, have, yeah. have gained a lot of traction. And it wasn't that dissimilar a concept. So it's funny, it was so different, I think, in what we do, but the it's origins aren't that... Mm. aren't that different and yeah i mean let's start at the beginning like what was the reason obviously i'm I'm assuming and i know that you're a massive football man and fan and you grew up playing i think you were charlton yeah, yeah. charlton's books when you're younger yeah. what was it that made you go i want to make football content um you know what i always se done i mean i've always played sunday league football just, yeah just from being with my friends from a young age always played sunday league i never really went down the saturday league route big g went into the saturday league route, but i kind of was just playing sunday league football so SE Dons actually started as a, as a, as our own. Me and my mates said, let's make a Sunday league team because not all of us could commit to Saturday football. Not all of us are good enough to play Saturday football. But we've always got your Ryan Palmers and players that want, that want to do both. So we made SE Dons back in 2014. Um, I say that to say this. We, we had the team, was doing it. I was obviously also making music. And that was an era where, I can't remember, I think like Instagram and all that was coming into mm. play, Snapchat and all these things. And I, I needed a way to kind of interact more with my audience because what they really knew me for was my, my my lyrics and my raps, which was quite aggressive, really, if I'm honest. It was kind of rap, street rap. And I wasn't really into being on camera and doing stuff. And I remember just saying to my boy, Chris, who films us now for the Dons, I was like, look, um, we started filming my studio sessions. I said, look, come and film my sessions, kind of behind the scenes things. That way I can interact with the audience, put it on a YouTube channel. And just try to grow my YouTube because I didn't yeah. have a YouTube at the time, so I built that up. I think I had about six or seven thousand subscribers, and it got to the point. I said to him, "Listen, I've got a football team, SC Dons. Come and film us. There's always something. Mad. It was real gritty Sunday League, so there's always something mad going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just funny content because it's, everyone can relate to Sunday League football. So he came and started filming the Dons on a Sunday, and it was very. Everyone was like, "What are you bringing a camera for?" It, was, yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't that type of that no. type of vibe. Even the boys like what everyone you do. does it now, isn't it? Like yeah, every team it, got now a it's ridiculous. Out. Yeah. So he came along and um, honestly, Spence, after like one or two weeks, like it, I was like, this is this is golden, man. This is sick. Like the, the characters and the personalities. It, it, what started, what, what originally started for a way for me personally to get Don Strapsy out there mm. and interact with people, I'm, I realised it's bigger than just me. Yeah. Like my friends, are, I'm fortunate because my group of friends, I always say to him, because we're not, our original sort of group of friends, we're not wasn't great footballers but that's why we had so much confidence and personality because you know a lot of footballers they just kind of got very professional mm. we was kind of out there outgoing and it's it's hilarious to watch so when you started filming it yeah. did you like those first those early videos like how much is that literally what it was like before the cameras were there or were you One like million percent that, that it was up a little bit that was literally what it was like before the cameras came maybe worse because i think when the camera was there a referee can't get a slap on camera. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So it's like, it was very gritty. It was yeah. very turn up. Sometimes the first time I touched the ball was as the whistle was being blown. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It was real Sunday league, mm. struggling to get 11 players. Um, but then we had Ryan Palmer, who was like our golden boy. 
because he was so sick. He still is to this day. Yeah. He's playing. He's doing well now. Um, but yeah, all, all the, the 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 difference of characters all together just made it what it is. But that is kind of why I started filming football content. So it's not like I sat down and said, "All right, let's let's come up with a plan." Listen, I want to create a team. On I already had the team from yeah, 2014. Yeah, yeah. We was already doing it. It was just like I wanted to interact with my audience on a personal one, like as in Don Strapsy. That's how it began. Okay. It's just that, and the early vlogs might have been more based around me as well. But after a couple games, I said, "Nah, this is massive." Because what originally people might have wanted to come and see Don Strapsy play football, now they're, and a lot of our friends are quite well known in South London where we're from. So it's like, oh, they get, oh Drops is playing football or Big G playing football. So. That's kind of how it took off. So it didn't actually start, Spence. I didn't sit down and create a team, which is why I feel like Essie Dons' journey has been so authentic. Um, we, we haven't scripted anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I think that's what's worked for us. And I think that's kind of what gave us our niche. It was a very close group of friends, which is obviously, look, it's a lot different now. Of course. We've all, we tried our best to keep, I, I'm, I'm probably going a bit far ahead, but we tried to keep it as uh, close-knit as possible. Yeah. But as you know, you're a football club yourself. It does get to that point where, well, look, we're in tougher leagues. Things are getting tougher. We need better players. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we didn't actually sit down and think, let's start doing football content. It just happened. And you find as you got the attention, the views, people wanted to come play for you. And that, like you say, you want to keep that, you want to keep that kind of spine, but at the same time, everyone wants to beat you as well, don't they? And of you course, can't, you've got to be as good as you can off. be. Yeah, you don't get a week yeah. off, literally. Um, I mean, I think this is what our did you, first... What was your like recruitment? Pro like if a player comes in and it might be someone you knew of already, it might yeah. be someone that's come out of nowhere, like obviously if that I imagine that you'd want them to be as good as or better than the players you've got anyway yeah. but was there like any sort of personality you look for like for us we have had players in the past that wouldn't probably come under the banner of like a typical hashtag player don't like the cameras maybe they're more than a normal non-league lad and it's fine because we just don't put them in the videos as much and we don't make that a thing for them yeah. but then what we find is if there's someone who's like who loves it it becomes much more of a like Honestly, better marriage easier, or something yeah. Toby, who's on Love Island, for example, he played for us before he's on Love Island, is still with us now. He like just loves the idea of it, and he's because of what he does with his career now. It's just a really good fit, and that's why he's been yeah. with us through three different divisions. Teniola right? and that, yeah, yeah, Teniola is yeah. a great yeah. example. Same, PK, PK, yeah. PK. So that yeah. when you get them, you really want to hold on to them. Would yeah. you have the same thing? Like someone comes on, oh, this guy's perfect for us. He's, he fits the bill, whatever. Yeah, well, I, I think I mean you can probably answer as well, but I think our original group was perfect. Yeah, we just weren't good enough, Spence. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Welcome like, to the club, yeah, mate. Honestly, yeah, like I had to make a team just to get a game. Just weren't good enough, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's like me. I still nick it. He always calls me the chairman. Son, like yeah. I, I always nick a little a little um game, but our original group, and I say original as in that was our kind of group of friends, the big dugs of this world who's gone on to create a podcast, drops. Yeah. These are per he's actually, believe it or not, yeah, and I say this to him all the time, he's actually a very good goalkeeper. He really is. It's just that he's also people don't get him. G G is who he is, on and off camera. And people will moan at him because you see little clips of him. He's he's a competitor. Yeah, he's like that. And I see him because he plays Saturday football. Yeah, and I've, I'm always onto him. So I'm like, why do you care about these Saturday clubs? But he does. He loses. He's he's annoyed. He's really he really gets to him. So I'm saying it's because I was about to say you're like us with the personality thing. He's got charisma. But he's, he's perfect, actually sick. yeah, exactly. He's actually sick. so he's perfect. But yeah, then, yeah. were you playing Saturday football before Don's came about? Before you started playing? Yeah, for him? yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, but I think when you was you were talking about recruitment, so I want to go back to that. Yeah. We were, when we when we used to make signings, it was always that's what gave it kind of the whole family club. It was it tended to be almost like a cousin or a best friend or somebody that we had known to a, for a length of time. Like for example, we've all grown up since primary school. Mitch, whatever, all those nice. other boys. 
So that gave that unit in the change room. So we wanted to keep the change room tight. Yeah. So you couldn't, we wouldn't go and look for a semi-pro. It yeah. would never be like that. We was looking at who do we know who's close enough to us with that bit of talent. And then it was only a free, like the changing of times that in terms of like the elite players that came in was, I would say the Zach Hansers, mm. the Montels, Jackson the Lewis. Kingies, mm. the, the Jackson Mutuses, who were boys who were Local gifted. Yeah, Zach were, Hanser, so... I know that Andy got involved. He got involved after Zach played for you, right? Yeah, so Zach yeah. was the first. How did that come about? Because obviously, if you don't know, Zach Hanser, you know, he was on Arsenal's books. I think he might have played for them in the England League England Cup. Well. Yeah, England. a fantastic yeah. player. Yeah, um, really good. He used to play in a league that we used to play in the seven-a-side league called the Next Level League. He was like one of the best players there by yeah. far. I think we've, I think we played, we had a friendly against Herne Bay a few years ago. He played in that. Um, but how did that come about? Did you know him on a personal level? Yeah, yeah. So you knew him anyway. George yeah, yeah. G knew Zach. And again, we're, is, is we're all from South East London and it's like Lewisham Borough, Greenwich Borough. Yeah. It's weird there because everyone knows each other. Um, Andy is such an inspiration to people from where we're from. So everyone knows Andy. Um, but Zach's, Zach's always been a baller. Yeah. Um, and Zach, Zach lived on my road. He lived at the bottom end of my road. All right. Um, and he went school local to me. Um, so the Zach thing came about because we all knew each other. And he was what he used to watch the Dons. Yeah. But we felt like someone like Zach, we couldn't, we couldn't get him to come play Sunday League football. But then one uh, one time he just hit me up. He's like, Donny, man, uh, why have you not shouted me? And I remember I told you, George, because I, I didn't tell him, I George, at first. Because I, I was just thinking, oh, just, I was like, nah, I see you, bro. Like, let me know. So I told George, George said, bruv. Are you mad? George <laughs> rang him immediately. Yeah. Get this boy down here, yeah? <laughs> what, I'll send you the picture. Yeah. You might be able to in, yeah. insert yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we, he looks all higher. Yeah. Like, Where, is Where is he? Where is he? What sort of stats? I mean, I know he scored a lot of goals for you guys. Like, what, what, uh, what's I've his got best, it, you know, best season? I've got him written down. I, I can't wait to open it up, but he's always oh, he scored over 100 goals for the club. Wow. Uh, he's unbelievable. What do you reckon in how many games? Less than the. He's over 100 now, he's though. Hit, he's hit 100, but he's scored okay. more than 100. He's over 100. Goals. That's so he's probably he's, like goal a game, sort yeah, of. Yeah, he scored more than, he, than, he's a, than, he's, than he's at. But he's just. He's so unfortunate. He's got injury. He's had yeah. injury issues, which has really held him back. And he's been amazing for us. He's been absolutely amazing. And The commitment as the well. The commitment he's given us. Yeah. A Sunday League football team. Look, like. We, we we are we glamorize it because we are we 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 like to we don't call ourselves a Sunday League football team because yeah. we're not just your average Sunday League football team, but I say that to say this we are a Sunday League football team. So to, for someone like Zach Ansar, who especially when he was firing, he scored forty four goals in forty three games for Hife, he could have he could have gone on, yeah. but he was so committed to SC Dons. He'd been in a position where, and a few of the boys had turned down contracts because if you play a con if you're contracted, you can't yeah, play can't Sunday play. League football. He turned down contracts to continue playing on a Sunday. So he's given us everything. That's he unbelievable. Really I mean, like I can speak from experience. Like when we've, we don't have a lot of contracted players, but when we have contracted players, someone like Jermaine Francis used to play for us. He'd been playing against, Hatch. he'd been playing for Hatch Lane, which you guys mm. played against. So he had to stop doing that when he signed for us. And obviously he's a young lad. Who's, we, we was happy about the beginning that, bro, of his yeah. career. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I mean, what yeah, a player. Yeah. Um, and, but there is a lot of Saturday footballers that do play Sundays. Yep. And I think that's credit to you guys. People like Zach and other players have sort of said, no, that's how, a priority. How do you feel like that for yeah, you guys? That, it's interesting. About Sundays. Yeah. My, I know, I think I can speak for the manager here as well, but my, it depends like if there's a reason for it. Like if it was like a Don's thing, I would get it because I understand why that's so different and it's like such a big thing to be part of. If it was just your, 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 your you know, team, classic yeah. down the road Sunday team, I, I would, it depends on the player. Because if you're a young player, I think like, Look, if you're playing for hashtag, you don't need to play Sundays to get discovered. You've got a better uh, sort of platform here. If you go and do your ACL on a Sunday game, what are you doing? Like yeah. that would be my first thing. But if there was a reason they were playing and it was something that was important to them, like we don't tell them not to because it's not really our place to. But if they're contracted, 
they can't. It's against the rules. It's yeah, not yeah. even a decision. But I mean, I think that speaks volumes about what you've created that people, you know, would probably turn down good money on contracts mm -hmm. as well. Like, funnily enough, we were talking about how we hadn't met before, but we have spoke a fair bit over the years. Yeah. Uh, I, I tried to do, I wanted to do a video like this a long time ago. It wasn't going to be a podcast, going to be a one-off, but I wanted to get you, me, and Smith from Palmer's in yeah, a room yeah. and talk about all the YouTube scene. Yeah. And I want to talk I about I'd Palmer's. I'd have to be in the middle there. <laughs> no, we're good now. We're Palmer's good now, beef yeah. was, was dead a long time ago. Yeah, we'll yeah. get on to that. But the um, the the other reason I, I remember I messaged you a few years ago is we actually were looking at Zach as to whether yeah, we could sign him. And it was right. a crazy thing where we'd never been in a room and talked about the whole... When we, I want to... The elephant in the room is why we haven't played each other yet yeah. um, in a minute. But we'd never talked about that. But there was Zach answer. Like, some people would probably think I was a nutter for even thinking about it. like Because Zach was obviously playing for you guys on the Sunday. I think he was playing... I can't remember who he was playing for at the time. This is a couple of seasons ago. And I was like... My first sort of... Your emotional reaction is like, oh, you know, it's like can't do that. You can't have a player playing for the Dons and for the hashtag. Then I was like, actually, isn't it like genius? Isn't it like an amazing collaboration? Like if it's the right play, if they want to play for both, if they can. And I was like, I really liked the idea for a little bit. And, you know, we had a little conversation, but he was, he was happy, I think, at Herne Bay at the time. He's lots of different things that stopped happening. But yeah, let's, let's talk about Palmer's. Oh, no, sorry. Let's talk about Elephant in the Room yep. before we get to Palmer's. So we'll, we'll have maybe difference of opinion on this as to why we haven't played each other but I'm going to be like 100% honest because yeah. for me there's a there's a there's a time that changed things so it is relevant to Palmer's to be fair when we first started hashtag and I think you guys yeah 2017 we 2016 so around the same time Palmer's were before us like they were the first to upload um, Sunday football I yeah, don't know yeah. was that part of your inspiration yeah I, I think so and I always give Smith his credit always I, we always call him the godfather of Sunday yeah. league because um, I, I used to watch Palmer's because it was Sunday league and I, I, it, that, that wasn't just me being 100% honest that wasn't the reason I started filming SC Dons no but I can't I can't speak about it without giving him his credit because 100%. And, and he also played us when we was on the come up and he, that gave us a platform yeah. and stuff. Fair. So, um, yeah, I give loads of credit to Smith. And so, so that to be for fair, me, I, I, sorry to cut you there, yeah. Spence, to be fair, as we've said to Smith, I, I've, well, I used to watch it in terms of watching his editing style because mm. I edit, we edit the games for the Dons, etc. And we've got a term that we use literally in our editing team. I said, like, oh, can you Smith that in? Oh, really? We still use it to this day, and we've told him because what he—I used to watch the way he edits and cuts things. I think it was so sick. I was like, he's so sharp. Yeah. Because yeah, we yeah. just—we all just self-taught. We just got a laptop and started learning. That's why when I go back and watch some of my old ones, I can't even watch it. I'm like, oh, this is yeah. awful. Same. Yeah. But um, it's like, yeah. So we—I—I I more so watched it to watch his editing style. Well, in many ways, the way he edited and and also the way he he did his voiceover so quick is very yeah, like tempo. what everyone's doing now on like TikTok and 100%. stuff. Like he was quite yeah, ahead of yeah. his time. But for me, I—I I bring it up because. When we made hashtag, we looked at Palmer's one to it was a bit of a proof of concept. Oh, people will watch, you know, amateur football. Great, we can do something. But also, I was like, uh, it's one of the reasons we didn't go down the Sunday League route as our main content because I just sort of thought, oh, he's got that covered. It yeah. was a compliment to him. It wasn't. And I think sometimes people took it the other way. It was almost like, oh, we think we're better because we're playing friendlies or whatever way before non-league. But it wasn't. It was like, well, why would I try and do something that this guy's doing so well? Yeah. I need to think of something different. So that's why we went down the other Your route. Niche, yeah. We were playing. I was playing Sunday League. I mean, Smith's talked about it before. I nearly played for Palmer's. Yeah, and I yeah, moved yeah. back here mm. and they're not far from here at all. Yeah. And I was like, oh, can I get a game sort of thing? Yeah. Before we made Hashtag and obviously played for them. So, um, but yeah, the reason I bring it up is when we eventually got that game with Palmer's, right? It was this massive moment. Um, I don't think you guys have played them. Now. I don't think anyone has really done a big YouTube nah. yeah, rivalry yeah. game at that point. And I had so much anxiety around it, right? Not about... The game, I'm happy. I always play football. I love playing football. It was like 
why are we putting ourselves in this situation where, and this is a bit that I don't feel like this way at all anymore, but I really did back in, I think it was late 2016 that game happened maybe. Um, when your your football team is not just your hobby, but it's actually your job, right? And when you guys, you said how you, when you made Don's, it was originally a thing to help you in your career and your music stuff. For me, it was very deliberately, when we made Hashtag, I wanted to create a business that was a football club that could employ me if YouTube went away. Wow. That was the tactic was, if people stop watching on YouTube, I'm going to make a business a, a thing that, so I, my job can be running a football team because I always wanted to run a football team like, all my life. I've created a team at 16. I've ran the team at uni. Like, I always ran teams. So it, I, would ne- I would shy away from anything that I thought would damage that potential. So at first it was like, everything I did on YouTube that got um, big views and got my channel to grow was through collaboration, like Wembley Cup, all this stuff. It was other YouTubers all shouting each other out. It was my old job when I worked at a channel called Copper 90. Collaboration was how we got subscribers. Collaborating with KSI. I used to do a show where I'd go and play FIFA with all the other YouTubers. Like, it was all collaboration. So I was like, oh, this makes perfect sense. Two football teams. It's, it's, the audience are going to think it's a game of football, but we know really it's collaboration. Some yeah. people. But what I didn't anticipate was when you mix that with football, rivalry, uh, uh, tribalism, whatever you want to call it, it actually goes the opposite direction direction and it stops being this thing that grows channels the idea that people because it was always you're in one camp you were palmers or you were hashtag maybe you were neither but you weren't both really at that point Mm -hmm. so the idea that someone might watch a palmers video uh, of our game against hashtag and go i might i might follow hashtag from now on or vice versa was actually miscalculated it was never going to happen because it was very toxic it was like and with that game particularly it was two edits you go and watch our edit and then go and watch the palmer's edit same game of football completely different narrative of what happened in the game and that's not their fault or our fault it's just football if you're a i'm a west ham fan west ham play man united and west ham lose one nil i'm gonna have a different concept of what happened in that game to what you are yeah yeah you you have to you you can even put it on a an even more basic basis for us yeah we had our first cup final you go and look at the people that are in the crowd now who are there supporting us. Yeah. They've now created their own team. Yeah. So now it then becomes an almost an embarrassment to say, I still watch SE Dons. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the right it's like you say, it becomes a culture because we're so SE Dons. Yeah. It's like we want you know what it is, you know, but then other people feel like, well, I can't have my own team and still support them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that that like you're saying in the collaborations, I used to think that when so Donny obviously was a bit more clued up in terms of when we played Palms and Smith was like, bruv, trust me, like these are big games like in yeah. the Sunday League community. So I was like, we, we need to win that. Like that's my, like they're good, let's go. Exactly. Like I want to win this game then. And then I actually remember the amount of people that translated from Palmers watching that Palmers game to the Don's channel. Actually, it worked in that way. Well, that could work because you guys, I think, not the same, but you're a little bit, like well, hashtag is so different and we're mm. so like that, Again, we'll talk about why that is and why we chose that sort of route for the club. But I think it was almost like, this is an oversimplification, but it almost felt like we have a younger audience. We certainly did when we started. You know, we built our whole club around this sort of computer game idea of playing in a fictional league. It's very yeah. like FIFA. My channel was a FIFA channel. Yeah. Then you guys and Palmers were a bit more adult and a bit more like, uh, yeah, mature, really. So it was almost like, oh, these two sets of fans ain't going to get along. Whereas I could see people watching Dons and Palmers and appreciating them both. Yeah. Um, but what happened with that game was it became so much bigger than who actually won the game. And I look back and I think, things, think about things like the Wembley Cup that I've done as well. I don't know if you followed them, but as you got to the end of it, 
it tailed off hugely because it came too competitive. It became about clubs. You know, we ended up not being a Soccer Aid style YouTube charity match. It ended up, you know, hashtag versus Rebel versus F2 versus XO. And some of those teams had big egos involved, us included, didn't want to lose. And that doesn't work when you're collaborating. Doesn't mm. You need to be like, oh, let's make a win-win. That's how collaboration works. How do you win, get subscribers and views? How do I get the same? That was what I was trying to do and it didn't work. So when that game came out, I don't know if you remember, there was a load of stuff like, I mean, it got crazy. I mean, me and Smith have, have talked about this loads <laughs> over the years, but like at the time, I mean, I remember we were shooting a Hashtag Academy episode, which was our like talent search show. And... Back then, we'd play a game and the video wouldn't go out for a month. Like, we were, we were, we weren't in a league, so we didn't need to. So, we'd get them ready and we'd take our time editing them. So, we knew we'd beaten Palmers and we won that game. It's 2 1, it's a tight game, but no one else knew yet. And the, the day the video was going out, it was a shoot of Hashtag Academy. And I was like buzzing for it to go out. But another lesson I learned that day is never schedule a big video when you're busy. Yeah. Like, always be ready to address if there's any address like everything. drama. And we were like, it was a lot of genuine competition between them and i do regret doing this massively even though it wasn't it was misconstrued we did a um it shows you how how deep it was we did a i had all the boys that were like the academy applicants told them our video's about to go out we've beaten palmers let's do a uh, minute silence for palmers that was my idea right so it's like this is it shows you it felt like if we won that game you killed the other youtube yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the thing i'm talking about how it's bigger than a game like so i you can see the way i made that joke was actually me sort of pushing out my own anxiety that if we'd lost that game, we would have been dead. Yeah. And I was worried, like, I'm not worried about the team. I was worried about my job. I was worried yeah. about genuinely, like, can I keep making videos about my football team? Mm. That's how deep it was. So the joke was a bit, not really my sort of joke. It was a bit like, you know, I do kind of regret it. But then Smith went and turned it on its head because completely, uh, I'm trying to remember what it was. Something had happened around that time and there was a minute silence in an actual Premier League game that day. Yeah. Someone had died. I don't think it was... I don't think it was uh, like the the November uh, remembering the World War thing. Something else. It was something else. But basically, Smith took my clip and it was like, "Can't believe hashtag are taking the piss out of me." Oh, silence. Was, I was like, mm. "No, I'm taking the piss out of you. I'm not yeah. taking the piss out of that." So it was all yeah, like, "Oh God, yeah, we it's... need to not put ourselves in that position." Mm. So when you guys came along as well, and there was that, don't get it twisted. Footballing wise, I always wanted to know what happened. It would happen in that yeah, game, yeah. and I never shy away from losing a game. We lose all the time. Like yeah, we yeah. can't avoid losing. You're an mm. idiot if you think you're going to avoid yeah, losing. Yeah. It was like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Forget the football. Like, can this actually result in some sort of horrible thing that ends up getting cancelled or something? Yeah, like, yeah. And I was like, why yeah. would I do that? This yeah, is literally yeah. what I'm trying to do. Mm. So that was how I felt. And I'll let you like res respond to that. That was how I felt in the initial few years. It wasn't like I didn't want to play the game. It was like, what's the best case scenario versus the worst case? And I think the best case was nowhere near as good as the worst case was bad. Yeah. Then we went into non-league and it all changed. So, and I don't know if we've ever really had this conversation, but we, t we have it internally from time to time. Mm. Is that, um, like, I still would love to know. And I think I've got an idea, if you were up for it, how we could do, how make a game happen. But um, the, when we went into non-league, the challenge then was like, the Sunday versus Saturday thing is challenging, right? Because, like, what day do you play on? Right, so yeah, if we yeah. played on a Saturday in preseason, like, would you have your full squad? Because nah, they might nah. be at other teams. Yeah, exactly, yeah. If we play on a Sunday, you're gonna have a team, but then they don't. They play for other Saturday teams. It's just making sure the audience understand that, like, yeah. we can't. If we made a Sunday team, we could get a, like a probably really good sort of Galacticos of Saturday footballers to play yeah, for yeah, Sunday yeah. team. And it's making sure it's a fair battle, if that makes sense. Mm. But I've always wanted to do it, and yeah, I, I still yeah. want to do it, and I think it'd be amazing. Mm. But before we go on to that, like, 
I've said a lot of stuff there. What yeah. do you, what's your response to that? Um, we'll, we'll both add to it, it. I think, first of all, in regards to the hashtag on Palmer's thing, it's funny because I think we've got a very similar rivalry with Baytees. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's funny because what you were saying about the minute silence thing. I mean, when the Dons play Baytees, it's awful. But that's kind of what we come from. Yeah, our yeah, our yeah. thing is when you play FIFA with your friend, you're beating him 6 0, you trash talk the hell out of him. And kind of that's what SC Dons do. And and I we're not PG like that. And yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. also why people like what we do. So for example, when you said about the minute science thing, that's hilarious. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. And I don't think it's deep. And I think Smith's wrong for trying to turn it into something that it wasn't. But you get people like that. We we get it. Like we we trash talk people and then they try to turn it, oh, these lot of thugs, these lot of disrespectful. We create rivalries. That's what we do. Um, we're just a Sunday league team that we play against Lewisham versus Peckham. That's serious. That Lewisham and Peckham situation, we've got players from both sides that have got serious issues with each other. But we're, we're, we've got 600 people on the sideline with no security, nothing. And, and we're going at each other. And I think it's like WWF. It's yeah. entertaining. Yeah, it is. Boxing is boring because everyone doesn't want to lose their O. So if you're afraid to lose your O, what are you as a club? And that's what we always say. Mm, we don't mm. hide anything. We're transparent with our audience. See, I was never afraid to lose an O. I was afraid to lose my career. No, I career. get it. You're being <laughs> a bit. No, yeah, yeah. I, and I understand that, Smith. And we, I used to say to him, I was, I'll be real, I'll put it out there. I say, listen, we got more to gain from playing hashtag than they have to us because we might go and beat them and then trash talk and take the mic like we always do to everyone. And then you might be thinking, oh, wow, we have, I've just introduced my audience to them. And, yeah. and you were still building. Listen, I'm a businessman. We're all businessmen here and you have to protect your band and your business. And you always, I always ask that, like, is it worth us playing them lot? Like, I'll be right. I even said it about Baytees one time because we, we've been beating them. And I was thinking, why are we playing them? Like, we're not really gaining anything from playing mm. these lot. But then G just said to me, bro, this is the culture. Yeah, and culture is important. And that, that's where authenticity comes from. And that's why I said we will always play them. Always. I love you, that. I love you that you said play. that as well. No, 100%. That, that's like a very big part of this podcast is about is like, asking people that run clubs like what makes a football club and like those words you just said like culture um authenticity you know like that is something i don't think anyone can argue about with the dons is you guys are authentic like mm. you know you are a you, and probably you could you could someone could probably say about hashtag sometimes we have been a bit inauthentic and by that i don't mean that we've lied i mean that we have had to probably make ourselves more pg than we are in real life you know mm. i don't i've never swear in videos i swear in real life all the time but mm. i made a conscious decision to and it was really, again, it comes back to the long-term goal to make a business and a, a football club out of it. We need sponsors. Yeah. And that, that, I guess, would be a question for you is, do you find that as a challenge when you're, you've got these, these, these uh, like your ethos, if you like, that you want to st stay, stay true to? Yeah. Does that sometimes get challenging when it comes to sponsors or such an yeah. important part of the it, club? It, it, it does because... Go, go and give an example of you, yeah? Mm. So you have to remember, like, when this content, like, you know, it, you record the content, it has to be edited, right? There's times, yeah, where even you think to yourself, I could probably save myself and keep myself looking like a hero every day of the week. Yeah. Or I can be myself and not be afraid to do that. Yeah. Like, there's times, yeah, I've said to him, like, there might be a moment in a game, like, something that should have been posted yesterday on the, on our socials. Like, striker versus a goalkeeper. I'm elbow, I'm putting my elbows in his face. He's stepping, he's, he's stepping on my toes. We're going back and forth. Some people will look at it and say... No brand wants to be around that. Mm. But that's what we are. Right now we're Sunday League and that's what we've been. You come and watch that at the game, you're going to see that. Same way there's going to be, we've always managed to balance that authenticity because people know what the Dons is. And that's what it represents. But at the same time, everything requires growth. So there has to be a period where, like you're talking about, there is a transition. Like we're not fighting referees anymore. You know, there's not, 
there is a push and shove. They're all quit, that's yeah, why. Yeah. <laughs> they all have and they've all sent, bloody sent me off on a Saturday the week after. But like, the fact is that everything requires growth. So when you're talking about that, I've got a question for you actually. Yeah. Like, so there's been times, yeah, where you talk about the business, yeah. I've always been that goalkeeper. I've been the captain and there's been pivotal games in my Don's career that I thought we can't afford to lose this. Mm. Like there's been times we've had... For example, the Kent Cup final, we've had two, uh, two and a half thousand out. We've had the Paul Picard final, three and a half thousand Amazing. plus. And I thought, if we how lose... Does that, are in, those games are in grounds, aren't they? But yeah, how, yeah. How is it, we'll come back to what you're saying, but how does it work in, like, when you're playing in a park and you have loads of people turn up? Like, have you ever had an issue with that? Like, people, you need stewards Well, and well like, if the ball goes some, off, they, fr- they, they, they throw it back to you. Yeah. At the same time, it's some, just... Some, some, sorry to cut you, George, yeah. Some facilities um, make it very hard for us to play there. Yeah, I bet very hard for us to play there or, or they'll do deliberately they'll shut off the parking and yeah, yeah, yeah. things like that so we find it very tough to get venues because um, that was one of the reasons you know when we entered on league we went in at step six I mean it's partly because there was a new step six league being created in this area which was perfect timing bit of luck to be honest but it was also because it below that is park football and it's like just a rope around the pitch and we had proof of you know, a certain amount of people coming to our games yeah. they won't allow that but in Sundays, it's a little bit of gorilla. Like no one, yeah, there's no rules. Yeah, yeah, Everyone's yeah, yeah. on the pitch. Like, don't, yeah. don't be fooled. Like, the, yeah, man. people. Sometimes mm. you just see like flipping out. Big up Andy. Like we see him say, "Back up." Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah. like, has anyone, has any league, anyone tried to like almost we've kick fight, you out and fighting, be like, yeah, you can't. We've been kicked out of leagues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but for that uh, reason. No, nah, well, so the first league when when we first started filming back in 2017 was in the Met League. Yeah, and we we went from having. 10 people on the sideline. So all of a sudden there is 40 people coming, 50 people coming. When we score, we're running on the pitch, we're celebrating. Yeah. And they, they was not forward thinking at all. Like they called us in one time and told us that we can't celebrate. Literally, you can't celebrate. Um, they was against us fully, finding us every single week. Um, they took away our cup final, which people doesn't even know. So we won, we actually won the cup final 7-0, beat a team 7-0. We've got millions of views on that video now. But the league actually took the, co- the trophy from us. But they can never um, take the video. Though. That's what I love. You got the saying. proof. I didn't care. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we left the Met League, went to the Auburnton League, which is a well-run league, but also just not really on us. And where we are now, they're very forward-thinking. Um, so, I mean, we've been a, we've there's never been a fight at NSC Don's game, has there? No, there's never been a. But fight. I say, would you never. not say that a little bit of that is luck though? Because you can't control what the crowd do. We can't control, and I think it comes again, again to respect Spence and yeah. who we are within our communities. Um, people know they can't overstep the line. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, we're very. We're a very masculine football club and we're very, you know, kind of, and we're not perfect. We're not angels, but we're also not malicious. No. And our people who know us know that we're very, it's very, boy, we're very boisterous, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just football. It's just talking, it's talking. It but goes up to a line. It goes it up to a line. And then there's, there's border lines where there's disrespect. And then there's like, hold on, you're, this is, you're violate, it's a violation of what we're doing. Yeah. And I think deep down people respect each other and we know we've got a lot to lose. I found myself in an altercation a while back. And um, people count and said that you've got too much to lose, and it's true. Like we we can't afford to lose our heads over. No, I found that even when I was playing Sunday football, like not on cameras, just like mm. I kept playing till last year. I've been playing yeah, the whole yeah. time, and I'd just have guys that you know you get people know who you are, or whatever, and it's like they try and rattle you. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not uh, I don't like start trouble really. But if someone says something to me, or does something to me, I won't shrink away from it either. Yeah. But I'm like, I have to not respond because I've got so much more to lose than these guys. Yeah, and that's exactly. why I stopped playing. Because I was like, what, yeah. what, what's the best thing can happen for me if I respond to it? That's what Fio Baker told me as well. He said that he said that he was playing he was just getting kicked and shoved all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. But what I was going to say, yeah, I was sorry, asking go that back question was, so there's been those kind of games where I felt like we weren't, if we had lost that, the whole kind of, 
journey of what we've had would have changed the yeah. course of time. Like, has, has there ever been like a game for you that stands out in terms of like that's a, a game or a moment for you that says like that set us apart? Well, you know what? So much of it is because we we come from this platform that's new. It's still new now, right? YouTube, right? So it's not like if you're comparing us to these clubs we play against now who are 100 years old, there's no game. They might have a massive FA Cup game. It's one of their biggest games ever. But there's no game that like a Horsham or a, like, I don't know, a Greys can feel like, oh, if we lose this game, our club's done. They've been around for 100 years. And I don't feel like that anymore. But in the early days, I'd say Palmer's was huge. Like it genuinely felt huge. And it became bigger after the game as well because of all the stuff that followed. You're not wrong, by the way. Like, like, and that's the thing. It's... it's so and I'll keep cutting. Yeah, it's it's okay to be competitive. I believe. Yeah, yeah We yeah. believe. We and we we always preach that. Like whether you're playing in a park or a cage, it's okay to want to win. And I'll be honest with you, is that was a must win game. But it's <laughs> Hashtag Palmer. I know you. I know you've sorted it out. Yeah, yeah, Smith yeah. knows that you had to win that game. It's a huge game. But it's when it, and who knows? It's another universe somewhere. We lose yeah. that game. Yeah, and yeah, we're listen, not. We're it, not in our league right now. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, and that's the, the funniest thing. I think. I think. Listen, it's true. You could have lost that game. I don't think it would have affected you really. I'm like it all the time when we lose certain games. I'm like, bro, is this damaging? our brand like we we've we've not been in great form if i'm honest like this season we've had we've lost a few games come out of some cup competitions and i'm like bro this is you know what i mean but we've built such an audience and i'm, I'm pretty sure you guys have as well of you can't win every game no, bro. Can't. it's football it's loyalty. and i think i think it's loyalty and it's also how do you respond to that how do you respond to your losses yeah and, and are people more interested i think in that sometimes a loss is, is a is a bit of watch as well i mean like of course for me i love competition too where it was just when it spilled into it's actually affecting my my ability to enjoy my job. Yeah. Like every decision I've ever made as an adult has been about enjoying my job. Like, and that's why I think I'm in the position I am now is because I didn't take easier routes that would have maybe had more money or would have done whatever because I wanted to enjoy my job. And when yeah. it spills over and you're not actually enjoying it anymore, that's like, right, I need to change something. And for me, first thing I had to do was I had to protect like what we do. So, you know, one of the reasons we didn't go down some of the league route, for example, and all that stuff is like, okay, well, if we have a point of difference that makes us different, and our name is the best example of that, then we're still relevant in some capacity, regardless of our results, because we're doing something different. So do you know what I mean? You protect the idea. So people look like, there's a lot of people who don't like our name, obviously, and I completely get it, right? It's so untraditional. It's a bit cringe to some people. Like it's like a name, like, you know, backslash FC. Like all the, we get all this stuff, right? We get it all. But it does, and this comes back to identity, right? I'm a West Ham fan. West Ham were called Thames Ironworks for many years because they all worked in an iron factory, right? And then they got their name, they became West Ham. Man United were called Newton Heath, right? All these clubs, yeah, there was 100 years ago, but they started because they, then their name represented what they came from. Find me a better word to explain what we came from, apart from maybe internet or YouTube FC, which we couldn't do YouTube for, you know, for uh, copyright reasons. Mm -hmm. That explains where we come from. Will we be called hashtag United Forever? Maybe not. Maybe one day we'll have to change it because it's a good decision for the club. But right now, there's never been a reason to change it. And I actually think it's our calling card. It's the reason that, yeah, a lot of people aren't going to like us. But in football, it's, you'll know this, mm. it's better for people to not like you than not have an opinion on you. Exactly. Because you're going to get people to watch you. How do you feel that the, the non-league community is taken to? Like, Do you feel like they disrespect you or they do respect you or they just kind of think, ah, I think want, I'm, I'm assuming they want to beat you? Yeah, everyone wants to beat us. In the first few years, it was real tough because we were playing at a, a low enough level of Saturday football where, you know, you get players that just miss games because they're going on holiday and stuff, but no one would ever miss the hashtag game. Every, yeah. every team would be full strength for us because they knew it was on it's YouTube. Like us, bro. 100%. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You get, get it, 100%. Off, and as we've gone higher up, we've, a couple of things have happened. We've got a bit of respect because you can't argue with a team that keeps getting promoted. Like, you have to take them seriously on the pitch. But then equally, we've got higher now where, like, you know, there's, there's plenty of big teams in our league. You know, there's teams that have got, they don't need to worry about hashtag being this big yeah. circus. They want to win for their own reasons. Yeah. So I actually think it's got 
easier in that sense where teams aren't like, oh, you're not going to sit there and go, oh, Billy Ricky, you're really going to try to beat us. Billy Ricky have been National League South. They're a proper team. They're a big team. They want to beat everyone. Yeah. So it, it lessens that that issue where everyone comes at you wants to win and everyone, all the games are filmed anyway. Like lots of these teams have their own clips that go viral. So don't worry about that anymore. But I think the issue we had is we haven't spent more than two seasons in one division yet because we've always got promoted. And the longer you spend in a division, I think people get more used to you and you become yeah. part of the furniture. So once, once we do that, once we level out, I think we'll become more normal. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. What, what, I don't know. I don't know about you. Like, obviously we've had, for a Sunday league side, you would say we've had incredible attendances. Like yeah. our average is always high. Like, what is what is your audience like on a match day? Is there an atmosphere like because you when you look at our content, you see the sideline is a massive factor to that. Is it? It does that change when you go into non-league for yourself because you haven't got that same impact. No, well, I think that's one example where we're really different as well, right? Like your guys, people don't want to come and play Don's away, right? Like Don's at home. But anywhere, probably, you probably get the same away because it's intimidating, right? That's one thing we don't have. Like we have a younger audience first and foremost. They're very like, and this is partly by design, you know, like one of the things we did at the club is we wanted to be really inclusive and really, you know, representing. And we've got women's team and all these things. We've got lots of different teams. And that is good because it draws a certain person to your club. And they, people feel safe. So we've got a lot of fans who maybe have, uh, you know, certain disadvantages in life or certain issues and maybe they got a bit picked on. I mean, as a, as YouTube in general in the early days, people who watched a lot of YouTube and it kicked off were usually someone that, that was like a little bit left out in society and they all got pull, pulled to a certain character. Even the YouTubers, you could say that about a little bit, right? Myself included. So what happens is you attract certain fans, but it happens to be these fans are not the sort of scary fans yeah. that are going to intimidate another team. Yeah. And this year we've got to a season at a level where some teams have big crowds. Like, you know, we're playing Dulwich Hamlet in a few weeks. Like wow. they're going to have 3,000, 3,500. Are you playing at their ground? At their ground, yeah. yeah. And, they're, and they're another not intimidating crowd particularly. They're yeah, very they're hipster. very hipster crowd, yeah. Then you've got like, you know, Billy Ricky have got really good crowds and they are a bit more like that. So it's one of our problems, I would say. We have a weird one where we will get more hashtag fans at away games yeah, yeah. because yeah. we're going to places we haven't been before. So we'll go Bogner for the first time. We we'll suddenly have a, yeah. three, four hundred guys in hashtag shirts. That, that was like when we used to, when we done our like X1 games. We had like, we, we done a charity team called Don's X1s. We used yeah. to just travel around and raise money. We raised over a hundred grand in like two years. And I'm really, it was, it was amazing. That's awesome. But it was our, um, our X1 side, which is kind of our original side. So I would play Doug's, the guys that ain't that great at football. And we was traveling to, we went Grimsby. There was a thousand people in Grimsby. We went, um, nice. We went all over the place. When you go somewhere you haven't similar. been before, they love and there it. Was, there was loads, Birmingham. And I remember thinking, bro, do we have to start bringing answer in them lot? Because they're probably turning up thinking they're going to see all the ballers and they're not seeing no ballers, but they came out. Yeah, I love and, it. And that's what I'm saying. Like when we're on the road, we really get numbers. It's crazy. That's why I always say we've like reverse engineered a football club. You've done the same thing where, where you get good crowds anyway, but where you've got people that care about your club all over the world, yeah. not just England. It's crazy. Most local teams that you're playing and we're playing, they, they can't say that. Mm. But then we still need to do the local bit. And part of the problem we have that you don't have is you have a, a reference to an area in your yeah, name. Yeah. So people feel part Southeast, of it locally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas us, there's people that live down the road that don't know we're in the town. You're a local team. And we yeah. haven't pushed that massively because we are ground sharing. Is that sharing. because of the, I was going to yeah. say, it must be the home ground. That, when that, we get a permanent ground, we'll, we'll put a lot of time and effort into that and try and, and, and build that up. But it's, it's mad. I, I, every year, our average attendance has increased. As, and you, you hope it would because we're going obviously through higher leagues. But it doesn't like... And that's another question I wanted to ask you actually. Like for us, we are ambitious. So we want to get to a higher league and we want to win first and foremost. But there isn't actually a correlation for us between like promotions and views. Yep. Like... 
there's obviously loads more promotions we can get. Uh, it's gonna get. It gets harder, it gets expensive, you get to well, professional football. But like when we go up from the Ishmael North to the Ishmael Prem or, or Essex Senior League to the Ishmael North, we're a winning team, we're winning loads of games, but like the views don't necessarily go up and the money definitely doesn't go up because it gets more expensive to, you know, your players are getting paid and they're getting paid more and you've got more travel, whatever. So it's like from a pure business perspective, which isn't how we run the club and never will be, it's sometimes like not good to go up. If you look at just numbers... And sometimes we've yeah. said to ourselves... You're not the first person to say that, though. The people, that's quite a well-known thing. Yeah, everyone, there's certain things that go up, it, yeah. go up and then they cut the budget. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. they think we'll stabilise at this level. We're happy to be at this level. Like you're saying, they've got the back-to-back -back promotions. Um, but that's one thing you guys have got. And it comes, it links to my next questions about like what the future holds for you guys. But like, because you're in that Sunday and you're, you're really like, you're probably fair to say the best known Sunday team in the world. I think that's fair. Mm. And... You, you, you can sustain there. You know, like the costs involved in your club. Most of those costs are going to be making the content, all those things. It's not going to be players on the pitch. I don't know if players get paid or not. They but don't. then, no. They so it's it. normal Sunday league, right? So you can plan, and as more sponsors and things come in, or whatever it is, you that money can only go back towards the club because you haven't got increasing costs. Whereas every time we go up, our costs like double. Yeah. So is that like I say? Hashtag name is our secret sauce. Is your is your best secret um, your, to your success the fact that you stay a Sunday team or conversely my next question is have you conquered Sunday football and do you need to it's try good, something yeah. else you know it's a, it's a great question and I'm trying to try and answer as much as I can so the Sunday league the Sunday league situation is it's a it's a gift and a curse a little bit for us because we, we are I, I, I can say it confidently without being arrogant I think we are the most well-known Sunday league club in the world yeah that Fortunately enough, we've travelled a bit out of the country and I don't think we've ever been out of the country and not been recognised by someone from that country. I've been to Brazil. I got stopped in a mall and I was seeing a Brazilian girl at the time. That made me look like the man. <laughs> I was in a mall in Rio de Janeiro. A Brazilian guy's come up to me and said, wow, Essie Dons, I can't believe it. Yeah, Mexico, America. So we've got all of this support. But what annoys me is we're not the best under league team expense. That's mm. the truth. We are not yeah. the best. Yeah. We're definitely one of the best. I'd say we're definitely one of the best. We got to the National Cup semi-final last last year. So technically top four. Yeah. But um, we got knocked out by, by a bunch by them lot from Liverpool. Uh, that's a long story. But So is that a goal then? You want to win that National Cup? You really want to win that National Cup. But you know what it is, Spence? We've done, we're kind of, we've done everything we can for Sunday League. Yeah. We've really glamorised Sunday League and we've, really try to push it as much as we can. But we're kind of at that point where we're like, what is next? Because yeah. because we, we we sold a journey to our supporters. We came, we started as a kind of average Sunday team. Um, but I think that's what I was saying to Jordan on the way up here. I said to him, what do we share in common with hashtags? I feel like you might ask us them kind of questions. I don't want us to think, mm, what do we share in common? I think we both are very ambitious. Yeah. We're ambitious clubs. You're ambitious. We're ambitious. But the difference is we're a Sunday league club. So how ambitious can a Sunday league team be? Mm. And that, that's down to us where we got this new league that we're in, the SFL, which is like all the best Sunday league teams, UTRs in there, Manny, and that's like elite Sunday league football. Like I, we played on Saturday, they uh, saw they got Yas, who's playing on left wing, played for Newcastle a couple of years ago. Who's it's behind not, that? Who runs that league? Um, I don't know the actual names of the guys. But they did they make that specifically to it. get you guys in? Yeah, they yeah. created it because it's like an elite, there's an elite standard. Should you not own some of that league? Should well, that, you should know be what? like a super league, well, man. Is, it is like a super league. And it's like, these these are the things we've had, the questions we've had. We're thinking, you know, what's next for us? And you know what keeps popping up, Spence? Non-league. Mm. Do you know what it's I mean? The, it's the thing that jumps out of me when I think about you guys. 100% because I think, but, and it's interesting, that's why we're interested in what you're talking about right now because it's not that simple. It's not, 
as you said, like the, the outgoings, the cost, the sponsors and the travel. Yeah. Um, and, and, and like I said, the Sunday Leaf thing for us, it is, yes, we, we haven't got as much of an outgoing, but also we can't monetize Sunday League as much as we could monetize being in non-league mm, because mm, it's Sunday League football. Yeah. Um, and we've got, it kind of, it's kind of green, grass is green on the other side because we're also, we're paying full-time members of staff and, but there's no, we can't monetize Sunday League. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. For, the, for the business, is this even the best thing for us? Yeah. But then also- tell, tell us about the business. Like what, what? who's working on it every day? How many people you got? Because that's so the other got, thing. You'll play Sunday teams who are just Sunday teams, you know, volunteers- and they just play the football and that's it. But you've yeah. got so much more going on. Exactly. So we've got three full-time members of staff, which okay, is nice. myself, George and Chris. We're literally editing every single day. Um, then we've got other members of staff who are not full-time, but they're cameramen. Um, the media team. Secretaries. Yeah. yeah, the media team. Um, where, and where, how does that, what has that meant for your music side of things? Is it, has my football music overtaken bit, that? You know? Yeah, my music suffered a little bit because uh, I put everything into SC Dons. So it was, and it's very hard to, kind of find time to go studio and all that kind of stuff. But I've put a studio in our office now, so I'm making music again. I'm working on a project for next year. Nice. But I've not been able to be as consistent with my music. Also, I've been growing up as well. I've been living life. Yeah. So it's not such a bad thing. It's just with music is it's personal and I need to be able to tell you my story. So I was just transitioning my lifestyle, going from living one certain way yeah. to now living a way which is good and, and trying to do something positive. And sometimes I think with my music, I find myself speaking negatively again. But that's just because my music is a representation of the lifestyle that I come right, from right, and right. that I live. But that's me going a bit deep. I like, think that is deep, you know. Yeah, that's we, a bit deep, only, yeah. It's not a philosophy podcast. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't know, it went a bit left there. But it is, no, I think the yeah. same thing all the time. Very different mm. si like situation. But like for me, this is this is super deep, right? But I think it's really interesting. Is I often analyse like what got me into YouTube. And like, you know, I used to do stand up. I used to want to be a radio DJ, all these things. And for me, it came from, I, I don't know the answer, but I mean, I've got a bit from my mum. My mum's sort of that sort of person, quite like a bit of an attention seeker, my middle child, whatever. But I think a lot of it was a response to my early years at secondary school where I used to, I developed a fast tongue because if people picked on me or whatever, I wasn't like a physical guy. So I was like, right, if you come for me, I'm going to mug you off in front of everyone yeah. and make sure no one does it again. And I got quite good at it. Mm. So then that, that led to me doing stand-up. You don't think about these things all through your 20s. You just think, oh, I'm good at this. I keep doing it. So I developed skills. I got good at presenting. I got, once you do stand-up, presenting is easy because stand-up's way scarier. Like. But you never actually stop and think, why am I doing this? And I realized like all through my 20s, I probably had this like subconscious craving for acceptance or approval from other people. And it took me a long time to realize I actually don't have that anymore. Like, I, don't, I don't need it. I actually do what I do now because I genuinely enjoy it. And I love the idea of creating a football club and like a legacy. But... um. You talking about how you, when you do your music, it kind of takes you back. You almost regress into a, your yeah. older self. Mm. It's the same for me. Sometimes when I have these, if I have like a, a response to something I don't like, I think, oh, my ego's leading me there. Or I'm like, I don't, I, I don't think that, I don't think I behave the right way in that thing. I think that's the old me. Like that's the yeah. me that was trying to get acceptance from people or prove people wrong. So it's actually changed the way I do YouTube massively. And that's why people surprised. They see I don't make, I mean, this is on Spencer FC, but this is really We've got a couple of things we're starting new on Spencer FC now, but really that channel got massively put to one side. Even though it had 2 million subscribers, it's way bigger than the hashtag because I didn't have that thing within me going, you need to be getting views to be successful. Yeah. It was actually just, what do I want to do? And I want to run a football team. So I put hashtag on its own channel and I did the thing that wasn't the best business decision for me. I would have made more money if I kept doing FIFA videos for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't want to do it. 
So it, it's a hundred. I'm not saying you don't want to do your music at all, but mm. it's really interesting. We talk about like almost going back to your old mindset. Like when I did that now, I so I don't want to be that guy anymore. Yeah. Actually, and I think it does change the way you run the club. Like we we had investment. We had loads of investment like uh, discussions over the years, and one thing that happened ages ago. This guy, I was talking about what I wanted to achieve for hashtag, and they were going to put some money in all these things, and I was like, yeah, I really wants to get our own ground, and you know, would love to be professional one day and like be able to do that. I just love the idea of doing that. You know, are we going to get to the Premier League? Cool, that's the story we'll tell the viewers because it's a great story and it's physically possible. But the reality is, it costs hundred million. Like, mm. and these guys come from a much more classic like uh, investment perspective where they just want to invest value your company this much and get more money by selling you at this much. Yeah. And he was saying to you, all this, you know, I was talking about getting the local fan base big and he was like, you sound like you're a bit unambitious. You sound like you sort of said I was, didn't have big enough, uh, big enough uh, ambitions for the club. And I was like, no, I'm ambitious, mate. Like, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't ambitious. I just also live in the real world and I don't need, I don't want to get to league two if it means the club dies. Yeah. I'd rather stay in non-league because I love non-league. Yeah. And I want, this is a family club. I know yours is very family focused. Like, that's way more important to me than just being able to tell everyone I got to League Two. And that was when we clashed and I was like, oh, you're not the right guys for us because you yeah. just, for you, it's just about, you can put it in your LinkedIn profile, I yeah, invested in hashtag and did yeah, this. Yeah. This is my life. Yeah. So we've gone off on a tangent there, but it's, it's, yeah. this is the thing I think will be interesting to viewers. Like we live and breathe this. Like yeah. you're not just thinking about, I need to make a video. 100%. And, and and as you're saying, like it's, it's, we could have put our time into something which would have bought us a lot more money as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And less outgoings. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? I mean, we're paying for the pitch every single week, Lionel's every single week. Yeah. <clears throat> it all adds up. But we love it as well, Spence. Let's talk about that non-league thing, right? So yeah. for me, what happened with us is we had a couple of years of our original version of Hashtag and it, it naturally came to an end because we weren't in the league. So at that point, not being a league was a positive because it gave us something different, but it also meant I'd created this division structure and we, we completed it. So what do we do now? And we also got to a certain age. We were all getting older. Half our players had kids and stuff. We couldn't get everyone out as much. I was like, people aren't going to want to watch us playing football in our like, late 30s, 40s or whatever. So we need to, I need to do something clever here. And we had two options. We were trying to get that, the next level league thing we did. Yeah. We had an idea how we could take that bigger. And if you look at things like the Kings League that PK and stuff have done now, like that's just exactly what we wanted to do. I'm not saying we would have done it. They've smashed it. But that idea of this like influencer slash YouTube created league is exactly what we wanted next level league to be we tried to get some investment for it sort of fell through a few conversations and ultimately i was swayed by non-league because i grew up in non-league like my dad was always involved in non-league teams and i just loved to do it and i love the idea of having a calendar we get a yeah. game every saturday it's why we always FA play 4g bars, FA Cup. games never get called off in 4g yeah. so you guarantee games fa cup massive part of it mm. so for me when i think about you guys i think like and this is just one interpretation you can tell me if i'm wrong but like if you've and you haven't won the national cup, but if you've you've pretty much done everything you can do, really, certainly locally in the Sunday league scene, like you can go and win stuff more. But then you've got you guys have all the same thing we went through. You're all getting older. You know how long are you going to keep playing for? You know all these things. I'm not I'm not trying to retire you here. No, no, no. He's saying, trying like, to play make you play till forty. I said him. <laughs> Jacko did it. Not, no, Jacko. Jacko's a legend. But I said yeah, I'm yeah. done with it. But, but yeah, no, like you got, eventually it's gonna. You either gonna have to reinvent yourself personnel wise completely, yeah. and you have no one left. Yeah. on the pitch which is where we are right there's no one on the pitch now from the early days yeah. but our consistency is off the pitch I'm still there you know all 100%. these boys still that's there. the nucleus manager's still there that's the nucleus and that's and that's what we we have this conversation because we're we're kind of there now with the Dons yeah like we, we you can almost the, the, our first team now is n not recognisable to the team that everyone fell in love with but the truth is I live and breathe as he dons. Big G lives and breathes as he dons. My dad's a big figure at the club. Yeah. Um, everyone knows the story of my mum, big figure at the club. Um, 
a lot of play- and the answer SC Don Zach Chris. answer Chris. So we're fortunate that a lot of the originals are so invested in the club yeah. that it's still recognisable. It's just that where we're at as a Sunday League team, if we're at a transition period, and and we're we're ambitious. We we wouldn't be who we are as SC Dons if we look. If you would have asked me this question two years ago, I was so against non-league. I was like, no, why? Because I thought our niche was Sunday League football. It's grassroots football. It's the people's game. Um, non-league, we won't be able to get away with half of the stuff we get away with. I mean, when we have cup finals, we get told only two people can stand up, like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was so against it thinking, nah, man, Sunday League is us. We're doing it. We're doing I'm. I, I'm a Sunday League player. You, you yeah. fancy Dunn He's always wanted to go to Because you've I, done I, it all. I, yeah. wanted he's done to, it. I wanted SC Dons to be in the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was my thing. I'm like, I don't care if it was the preliminary rounds, just the thought process of... Seeing SE Dons being yeah. in an yeah. FA, like you see the draw, it's FA amazing. Cup. Like, exactly like, the same yeah, yeah. idea. And when we had it, it's like, I can't believe it. Yeah, honestly, I, I looked in your thing over there and I saw the FA Vars thing. Yeah. That's, that's an, it's, it's, it's an achievement. It's such a massive achievement. Like, the names carry weight. Like the 100%. FA Cup is the most known only cup that, competition. My, my biggest thing about it, it, my biggest complaint to him and obviously the rest of the team when we was discussing these things was, we only get to show how powerful the Don's movement is when we get to a cup final. Mm. Getting to a men's cup final every year isn't as easy as it sounds. No matter whether it's no. Sunday league or Saturdays, getting to a final isn't that simple. So we know we get bums on seats and we get views on YouTube, yeah? But waiting until April, May to get to a stadium where you can get 3,000 people, it's too late. Yeah. Whereas when you're in a league structure, i.e. like in non-league, etc., like that, you know you're always climbing. There's mm. always another ladder. We've always been in the top division, realistically, mm. in Sunday. So there's nothing to kind of follow apart from the fact that we score worldy goals. Mm. We, put, we, we are, we've got such a good message behind us, which is about the mentality of the people in the team and on the team. The amount of people that have messaged me or, or Donny where it's been like, I've been in a dark place and this got me through because you boys have a spirit and everything. It, make, it makes you feel proud. Yeah. Like that respect. And when he talks about grassroots, like we're still where we're from. Like I I, I was, I was um, in Sainsbury's or Tesco. Like I'll be in these places, like buying my shopping. And there's a guy saying, we believe in you. I love that. We believe in you lot. Like you lot are, are us. Mm. Keep going. Like, and that can be old men, young men. Like, Oh, it, it, it's the power of what we mean to where we're from mm. that makes us go, this is why we love Sunday League. But like, you can still do that in Saturday. Like of course that. you can. But the the limits, like you say, there's so many rules and regulations yeah. to, to how that is, is what actually changes what a viewer actually gets to see of the club. Because the content that you produce, obviously I've watched Hashtag, I've also watched your, your podcast with your brother, which is why I knew like, when you were talking about the whole non-league process, uh, when, when he was discussing like brand deals and things like that with obviously what happened with your previous people. Yeah. I was I was saying to him, like, we're funny enough, imagine a Sunday league side has got major sponsors as well. Yeah. And we've got to be understanding that these are the kind of conversations we should be having. You know, but going back to the whole point of why I wanted to go into that, why I've always had this vision around non league has always been there is no limit exactly. to what you can achieve. Yeah, it's the beauty of it. Yeah. And and I feel like we 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 can feel it, it's in the air that SE Dons out of all the Sunday League teams in the country has the ability to do it, mm. but there's so like there's there's a process to making it work. The reason there's a few cautionary I mean, no, cautionary tales, not the right word, because I'm sure they'll be fine. But uh, the Rising Ballers guys is a really good example, and I'm not, I'm not saying they're struggling by any means. But you look at the team they had before, mm. the quality of the players, and lads like Ndai, who went on to obviously championship, yeah. played international Senegal, I think. Like you know, PK Humble used to play for them as well back in the yeah. day. Like they've had some unbelievable players. 
The minute they, they went they and did good, their merger yeah. into Saturday football, none of those boys could play for them anymore because yeah, yeah. they all had to play the highest level they could because they wanted to kick on their careers. So the yeah. concept of rising ballers had to take a massive step. But this is just my, my view as an outsider. I know the guys there. And what we used to play against one of the Shabani brothers, actually, because he was at Avery last year. Yeah. But um, they had to make their team a lot worse the minute yeah. they entered non-league. Whereas look at hashtag. We did the opposite. We made yeah. our team way better the minute we entered non-league because we had no real standard before. And suddenly we were okay, let's get better players in. So they had to, they had to start again, really. And then even then, it's like when you, I think they were at step six or step five. Um, yes, you can offer the platform, you know, but it, it, equally, look at someone like Hashtag. We're a big competitor for them, probably. Maybe not regionally, because in different parts of the, the world. But like, if you've got a young lad who's really got potential to go on and be pro, would you want to play step five, step six, or would you want to come play step three? Yeah. Like, you know, and that's not just us. There's lots of step three, step four teams and they all film their games now. So the, the USP is lower. Yep. That's that's a, a situation that could or could not face you guys if you go in there. But for me, you know what's a massive thing for me is, especially as someone who's never been the best footballer, right? When I, even when I was playing in the team, my skill was getting better players around me. Like I was getting the boys in there to carry me, yeah? So what I like to try and do is take things into my own control. Now, what you just said a minute ago about how, you know, if your whole season is built around getting to a cup final and you can't you can't control it you can put the best team out red card first five minutes you're out it happened to us in the FA Cup last year red card four minutes we got beat by a team league below us would have would have easily won if we had 11 players on the pitch if it was all about the FA Cup our season's over yeah. so I will look as someone who runs the club and doesn't you know doesn't get massively involved in the on pitch stuff what can I do that means we win even if we don't win you know off the pitch and so the great example of that is COVID when COVID hit it was a massive wake up call for me I was like I'm nowhere near as in control of this thing as I thought I was. I yeah. thought I was like calling the shots. Yeah. No, I never really felt I had a big rivalry with anyone else because I wouldn't let them after the Palmer thing, particularly decide our fate. As long as I can make sure we've got the money to run the club, doesn't matter what everyone else does. So when COVID happened, we couldn't play the games. We couldn't film the videos. What do we do? That's our whole business stopped overnight. So what, what did we do? We merged with a women's team. We merged with a youth team. I said, I'm taking this time off and I'm being really productive. So when we come back, we went from having 23 players to 600 players in the Sorry, COVID because yeah, we merged yeah. with a youth team. We went from having a decent men's team to the best women's team in the county, you know, as well as that, who are now flying and they're you know, on paper a lot better than our men, right? So like for me, what non-league gave me is the chance to have a never-ending seeding where I can always do stuff to make the club stronger. I didn't feel I had that before. Yeah. And that or maybe that is something that you I think guys find. Yeah, it's fair. I think that's a fair point. And I think that's the point where we're at. Do you know what I mean? Um, we, we've had to say everything you're speaking about we, we speak about yeah. behind the scenes in terms of alright cool let's just say we pack up and say you know what we're going non-league next year let's just say, we, say we're going to go non-league next year and we have to enter at the, the bottom level or whatever we've had these discussions like George we, won't, we might not be good do you know what I'm trying to say so there's all these options or then you've got the option of you can get secure investment and you need to get a ground and you can go in so I'd be lying if I said I'm si we're not speaking about it because we are. How do you? How do those decisions get made? Like how is you got a board? Yeah, I think like yeah. So myself. is it like everyone gets a vote? Is there certain yeah. amount of people on there? So we have a board which is myself, George, and the answer, and a few other trusted people, and we all make we all make decisions. Um, we're very fortunate to have GDK on board with us as well. We've yeah. been fantastic sponsors and hero brands. Puma stuck with us as well, even throughout COVID. You know what I mean? And we've got a real tight knit group of people that all believe in what SC Dons want to do and what our SC Dons ambitions are. And the, the, the truth is it will take us into non-league. It's just, I don't know when. Because if there is a bit of disagreement, like G was saying that you wanted to go down that route, you maybe didn't at one point. Yeah. How do you... like? We balance it out. And just, I think at the time, more of us 
opted to stay in Sunday League. Right. Just, no, the, but you sorry, feel like the, that's the, maybe... the only reason. The real this was the reason why at the time I felt that way because um, I felt well, like was, if, was also if, trying if, to create something. Yeah, though, yeah, I know, I know, mm. but I don't want to. That was another thing. Yeah. But my point was that for it to feel like SE Dons. You would have to do it at that point because mm. you've got it is the class of ninety two. It is that yeah, yeah, it yeah. is those invincible years where you know you're not gonna have that the, the amount of personality and um and talent that we had all in one group, I thought we're not gonna get this again. Yeah, yeah. And that was my my whole theme about if we were ever gonna do it, why not do it and fail then? But mm. then again, this is why the whole point of a board is we express ourselves and we come to an a, an agreement do on Do you what ever is. have like heated debate, a bit of disagreement, or does it always stay quite calm? I wouldn't say heated. It's it's more more you get your point across and yeah. and then we understand what's best for the football club because that's what it always is. It's like when you talk about you had the investors coming in and talking about this, you go, is it really best for the club? No. Yeah. And that's what we're all here it's, for. It's easy for you at the time, I guess, to hear my, they must have been throwing some money and numbers at you, and you're thinking, wow, that's we've been There's in a, a similar of, situation. A lot of people in this scene, yeah, and when I say scene, I mean like YouTube have created business, and there's nothing wrong with this, by the way, like good luck to them, have created businesses and brands for that exact point of taking something from here to when it's worth 10 times as much and, and get you get out. Yeah. And like, I literally made, my, I always say, I didn't know what I wanted to do really. I was trying things as I was a kid. But all I knew is if I had any career that was successful, I knew I would buy a football team one day. And I thought if I was lucky enough to do it, I'd do it when I was 60 odd when I had some money. Yeah. When I found maybe I have a loophole where I can have a football club now, I was like, cool, sign me up. That's all I want to do. Why would I, even if I put some money in my bank, why would I do the thing that I mean I don't have a football club anymore? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Why would I jeopardise that if that's the thing I wanted to do my whole life? Yeah. So like, I mean, that brings me to one of my, my key questions that we want to like ask every club that come on here. Like, what does success look like for the Dons? And I'm talking long-term success. I'm talking 10 years from now. Where are you? What are you doing? What's the best case scenario? And then is there a, hundred years from now conversation. Is that something you think about? Ten years from now, where where do I see SE Dons? I see us in the non-league pyramid, Spence. Okay. And I see us I I, I see the Dons, we have this thing where we really tell people just to dream big. Mm. And if 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 you're if you're dreaming and and people say, Oh you're crazy or they're pointing at you, that's you're you're you're, you're on the right path. Hundred percent. Because yeah. I, I could sit here and say, Oh Spence, yeah in ten years hopefully we're still one of the best Sunday league teams and that's a lie. I want us to be in a pyramid. Hopefully the height national prem pushing on League Two. Nice. Now listen, I understand that right now, just saying that with no investors or nothing like that sounds crazy, but we're crazy enough to think. Doesn't it. sound crazy to me um, at all. We love the club, and that's why I'm saying there's so many similarities, so many differences, but so many similarities because we love this club, and it, it's also a bit. It is our job. Yeah. This is our job. It's what we do full time, and um, where our success continues is definitely that. Have I missed out anything? Well, what hundred years? A hundred years. Oh wow. Premier we'll League. Be dead, bro. What I mean by yeah, that yeah. question is yeah. like, do you think about that? Like, is it is it you just look a few years ahead into the future? Like for me, that, I guess that question comes from it's something I think about, which is like, if someone said to me, you can be in League Two in, in four years, but I can't guarantee you're around in six years, or mm. I guarantee you right now in 100 years, hashtag is a non league team that has a stadium and you're 100 and Wow. eight years old I'm definitely taking the second one yeah I, mean, I speak about this with my dad when my dad speak about it so it's funny you say that we do think about that and I think imagine in a hundred years time this thing that we've created where we will no longer be here my grandchildren might not even be who knows it doesn't, what it is for a club to be established SC Dons where we started in Mottingham playing fields so now and our whole journey 
of it's Sunday League. You can watch the whole journey. Like yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, get new, we get new supporters now that come and I saw someone on the, on the train the other day. He came up to his eyes. Don't shut. So I was just chatting to him, and he's like, "Listen, I, I I started watching you guys two years ago." He said, "I came across one of your videos, and I went all the way back." Yeah. And I watched it. So if 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 in ten years time, let's keep it at ten. In ten years time, if we was in a league two or national prem or something, you can actually go back to our first episode, where sealed and a madness mm. at Blackfin in some rubbish pitch, um, and see, wow, this team have come from that to this. Yeah. A hundred years time to know that SC Dons will be an established club, own stadium, thousands of fans coming every single week, a real community. Like when I grew up, I was playing for Cholton as a kid. I got nephews who played for Ebbsfleet. Um, mm, yeah, yeah. yeah like under nines and under tens, then they, Freddie and Louie, I want, I want to big them up because they probably watch this, yeah? And they love SC Dons now. They're at that age and that's authentic. I didn't force it on them. They, they at the point, they watch the Dons and yeah. they know everything about SC Dons. Freddie's like, I want to come and play. And we haven't got that platform for them. I haven't got, we haven't got kids, youth teams. So I had to have kids, youth teams and everything that we could do. We've done so well at just Sunday league level. Yeah. Imagine what we could do at non-league level. Is that something that's in your immediate like plan, youth teams? I mean, you mentioned obviously like the identity of the Dons being like this very masculine club. Like flipping on its head, would you ever have a women's team? Hundred percent. And what would that look like? You know, would it 100%. be the same mentality, the same yeah. sort of yeah. everything? It'd be the Donets, it'd be the yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah it'd be the Donets, and we'd want them to be the best. Yeah, and that's our thing. We'd want them to be the best, and we've spoken about the women's thing. That's something we really What's want to What's really into. interesting about that, because I'm like obviously a massive women's convert. Like I, I like love it. There's a lot of things I actually prefer in women's football, actually. Yeah. But um, your way of doing things would be even more standout-ish in women's football. Because yeah. women's football is very family like orientated. That's, that's probably why I resonate with it, because it makes my life so easy with the con- sort of content we make. Yeah. Like the way they talk to the ref is like, unbelievably nice like, in the yeah, men's yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have loads of kids at games and stuff like all the clubs push it yeah. even the clubs that have massive men's teams they almost do these like family tickets and all this sort of thing like and I'm not saying you shouldn't do it I actually think yeah. it'd be really interesting to see if the Donettes come in with the Don's mentality in women's yeah, football yeah, yeah. like it makes so many nanny. enemies can't like, run them down it could be unreal <laughs> get our ball back <laughs> if you can find those no, characters as well bad. because like we find stuff like the way for example our, our women's team manager talks to the women's team players is so different to the way the men's team manager talks to them. And that's not like because of them as managers. That's like the way you have to talk to them in many ways. Obviously, I'm generalising here. There'll be women that are less no, like we, that. We, 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 I, when I used to work, like, obviously, we've all done it. Like, myself, Donnie, we had, like, kick up sports and everything else, which was a company that worked in primary schools, like, offering sports. Yeah. I also worked with, like, I, I used to coach in loads of primary schools, activity camps, all of that stuff here. Yeah? And it always felt like the women listened better. I don't know what mm. it is about girls. No, it is. They, when right. it comes to coaching, it was always easier to coach them because instead of acting like they knew the skill, they'd be like, how do I do it? Yeah. yeah. And, then when you, and when you show them how to do the skill, they're actually more willing to say, that person taught me how to do it. I want to listen some more. Yeah. Whereas boys, it, it's naturally, it's like, I'm the best already. Like I'm the fastest, I'm the strongest. Like They're more worried about being embarrassed and stuff. But you know what else it is? I find this is to be massive, particularly with what we do. And it's the same for you guys and like how you add you can offer more to a player because of opportunities. The women are so much more grateful to those opportunities because they haven't typically had them. Like women's football is on the up, right? But like five years ago, 10 years ago, it was nowhere near where it is now. Mm. So when you say to a women player, oh, I've got this opportunity to go on this shoot or oh, I've got your pair of boots, mm. or, uh, they're just like so grateful. Whereas the men, they get used to it real quick. Mm. They become a little bit comfortable. I'm not 100%. naming any names, but like one of the reasons we have to refresh our squad as every non-league club does is because players hunger, stop it? thinking it's cool to play for hashtag after a while and they think, oh, they start to think you're like every club. It's only when they leave, they realise how good they had it. Yeah. But women, I think they realise, and that's one of the reasons I've really enjoyed it. But I mean, right, I, I'm conscious how long we've had. I want to finish 
with my idea and how we can play each other. But before we do get into that, I want to say a few things as well about like, I mean, one of the things that I, when I first watched you guys, it was very much with my hashtag hat on. I was like, you know, looking from a YouTube perspective, like what do they do differently to us? You know, can we be more like them? Do they need to be, do we need to be like them? Or how can we be the opposite of them? And then I've seen about where we're going to play you. I'd watch the games and try and work out how good you guys were. Like It's one of my regrets. I've never actually seen you guys play in person, which I'd love to do. Mm. Obviously, we always have games at the same time. Yeah. But I'll be honest, the thing that I saw, and we, have, we come from different backgrounds, clearly. like We have, we have different like ethos of the sort of content we probably want to make as well. I celebrate that about you guys. I like what you do. But when I watched the video you guys made for your mom, that really moved me. I've got to be honest. I watched that and I was like, I get it. That was the mm. moment I get it. Cause I'm being really honest with you guys. When I first watched it, it was like with a rivalry hat on. It was like, you know, you guys are different. Like, what, what, what can I see the weakness in it? You know, that's business brains. Mm. But then when I saw the, the stuff and it was the team talk, I think your, your dad gave, yeah. I was like, okay, this is proper football team. This is like what I like about football is, is clearly in you. So I do want to take a moment to, to not only acknowledge that, but also say, this is one of the things we have in common. You know, we are family clubs, my dad, my missus, my, both my brothers, my mum. I mean, half my family have played for the team, believe it or not, because we got on to play at Upton Park, which is one of my favorite memories. But, um, that is something that brings us together. And I think it brings a lot of football clubs together. Yeah. And I think it's one of the beauties of this level of football as well, which is you can still have that, right? Is that something you, that resonates with you? Cause when I look at the top, level of football now and I look at the Premier League obviously I'm still a West Ham fan and I love it but it doesn't get close to non-league for me the yeah. connection we have with the fans the connection we have with the players what a fan of our club can do as a fan and how they can actually know the players is so much reminds me of when I grew up and I used to go to West Ham and get everyone's autographs and they'd all walk around the pitch at the start and you, you chat to them you can't do that anymore no. yeah I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a diehard football fan but I'm, I'm but I'm disconnected from professional football. Yeah. I support Manchester United. I was raised as a Man United fan. And I, I speak to my dad about it. My dad was a real... My dad's from Manchester. He used to go watch Man United every single week. Grew up watching George Best and all them lot. Like, he's a proper Manchester United fan. And even him... like, I mean, we're fortunate we got SC Dons. We, that's that's who we support now. Kind of. Even my dad, he loves it. He looks forward every single week to SC Dons game. Always talking to me, listen, we need to go. Imagine us in the FA Cup. But he loves SC Dons. And even him, who was, I remember watching Man United, and if we'd lose, it would affect my weekend. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I'm yeah. not, I'm not connected no, anymore. Same, I, grew up, I mean, I grew up in the era of, um, you know, Roy Keane and Patrick Vieira and all them kind of players, David Batty and all them lot. But I, I honestly, I'm signed out from professional football, Spencer. And I, I do acknowledge that maybe me having SC Dons is a, is a factor for that. Mm. But I just feel like non-league. Uh, he, he knows more about non-league because I've not really delved into that. But I'm just disconnected from it, and I, I think. It's just like you said, you you can't even reach them. They're not touchable. You no. know, where you come to an SC Don's the game, the money you got to pay as well us. to yeah. watch it. Yeah, money, all of that stuff, and United anyway. I, they, we're a mess at the moment, man. United. <laughs> I was hoping you could know something because you're in that world a little bit. But we need them glazers out, man. Yeah, I they mean that, that, that's that's what this podcast is all about as well. Yeah. Like you know, so many. Uh, football fans are disenfranchised with football and their owners. Yeah, you know, we want to talk to owners and, 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 and run clubs, and, and that's what and that's what it was like. Even me as a Man United fan, like recently, I had to unfollow us on Instagram, and I was just like, I can't. I say it to my dad, I can't even support my club. I just feel like the Glazers own own United, mm. and it's just a money scheme for them. Like I'm not even from Manchester. I, I start getting like that, and I'm thinking I can't. I'm so disconnected from it. But you get things like FC United of Manchester, who are like sort of Phoenix club. Yeah. Like you get why they do that, and they've been very happy in non-league. Like. And that's one thing I think people never get. People say to me, oh, what, who would you want to win if West Ham played hashtag? We actually had the who women. Who would you want to win? 
Hashtag 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a million good reasons for that. But first, but look at that. He's gone from support. That's your club. Yeah, I was season ticket holder. To, that, but that's what I'm saying. How yeah. mad it, you've but gone from... That's are, the are you support. still fully like, yeah. No, nowhere near. Nowhere yeah. near. And, Why and, is that? Uh, well, yeah. so, so first of all, we actually had the game. So our women played West Ham women. It was friendly. Oh. And the West Ham didn't send their first team. We did win. But you can't say we beat West Ham because not their full, full team. But it was amazing watching them come out West Ham kits against Hashtag. Like, can you imagine how that imagine feels that. to me? Same feeling I had when I first went to our youth... We got a 30 acre youth facility where all our youth teams play. The first time I went there on a Sunday, and I just saw yellow and blue everywhere. I was like, these kids all play Vashtag. The team we merged with, a team called Forest Glaive, I used to play against when I was a kid. So it's like, oh, they're all in. And it's just like a real pinch yourself moment. But anyway, you can't support them the same. First and foremost, you'll 100% understand this is, and, and, and people don't get it when I say, like, oh, hashtag over West Ham. They're like, oh, you're not a real football fan. All this stuff. No, it's the opposite. I'm so much of a football fan. I made it my life. I made yeah, exactly. a team. Yeah. And when that team you are responsible for, your family are involved, doesn't compare. I, there's loads of West Ham fans I hate. Yeah. I mean, every football team's got fans they don't like or whatever. But like, I love everyone that loves Hashtag. And so obviously on an emotional level and, a, and an intellectual level, there's no way I would want West Ham to win. But then when you just think on a pure business sense, West Ham beating Hashtag does nothing for West Ham. Yeah. It's embarrassing for them even to play us, really, if you think yeah. about it. Hashtag beating West Ham is like the biggest thing we've ever done in our lives. So why would I not want that to happen? Yeah, yeah. So that's how my thinking of it. But I would say in some ways it's helped me as a West Ham fan. The only games I can ever get to now are Europe, which we've been lucky enough to be in, in recent years, Thursday night games. Otherwise, we always play. And that, that's affected. That's why we gave up our season tickets. But equally, like you, when I used to have my season ticket and I'd go on a Saturday and we lost, my weekend was ruined. Mm. Now, West Ham lose. I'm like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Move on. I like it with United. Mm. Even we just came out of Champions League the other day, I was like, Honestly, I, 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 but the, the fun, that's the funny thing about football. I couldn't support another club if I wanted to. No. So I mean, uh, so I, I mean, I'm not not a United fan. I am, but I just I'm I'm not connected. No, my little boys are West Ham fans. Well. It's, it's not yeah. just because things are bad now. I've, honestly, I'd say since about yeah, SC Don took over my life because that, that's my football. Um, so yeah, United. That, that, I'm, that's one thing being on a Saturday gets you, and not that it really makes a difference. And there probably be some people watching this, maybe from other countries and stuff that don't really understand the difference between Saturday and Sunday football, what it is. Like, it's not just the day. It's like, like it's the whole system. Like, traditionally in England, uh, the higher level is a Saturday game. And that's not to say there aren't some very good Sunday teams that could beat Saturday teams. There definitely are. Mm. But if you want to climb the pyramid, you have to play on the Saturday. The, the Sunday leagues don't feed into yeah, the Saturday yeah, leagues. Yeah, that's that kind of the whole yeah, yeah. conversation we're having about mm. Dons. But now, uh, people laugh at me when I say it, but like, if... if my, my family are saying like West Ham fans. I'm like, ah, oh, you hashtag fans. Yeah, West Ham yeah. is your second team. Like we say, we say that yeah. all the time. You, yeah. We're your Sunday league team to support. Yeah, you can support anyone else you want. You support us but as well. Yeah, but then Sunday. going into Saturday football does you, that create you, a conversation where you it. can yeah. be a number one? We're realistic. We're a lot of people's second team, obviously, and yeah. we love that. But like, yeah, you want to be people's first team, right? Yeah. That's the dream, and, we, yeah. and it can be done. Yeah, can be done. Can. Especially the higher you climb as well. Yeah, exactly. And you know I think I mean? and you, it's a slow... I think the, the hardest thing is parking short-term ambition because it is actually possible for you and us to climb the leagues really quick and, you know, overreach. Yeah. For me, I have to, like, park that ambition just for the sake of ambition. And I have to say, what's actually... It all comes back to your your goal. My goal with this club is for it to be around for a long time. If my goal was see how much of a splash we can make in football in a short time so I can then use it to get another job or get more money, I'd do way different decisions. So it all comes back. So like, is that, what is, if I said to you, what is, why do you do it? Like, what are your three words? Why do you run the dons? 
You you've intrigued me, you know. It's a good question. No, not not just it. I'll answer your question, yeah. But um, my one was simple with my friends. Mm. Like that. That's my free. Like yeah. I, every every day, yeah. I, I wake up here yeah, and I'm whether I'm tired or not. I, I look at. I always say to these, but I'm. We're no matter. You don't realize how fortunate we are. Hundred percent. Like we are so fortunate to. Regardless, if we made a pound. If we made a million pound, mm. made a hundred hundred million, whatever. We get to do it with our best friends, and we trust each other. We do things on a daily. Like we're 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 taking it. Obviously, editing the boys in the team. We take the piss. Like he's terrible, but like, <laughs> but like, yeah, but like, like, yeah, yeah, like, but like, it's the fact that we get to create content and we've got all these memories to look back on. Was the reason that I fell in love with the club because I always feel like if I made a save on a Sunday. It's no different from me making it on a Saturday. Mm, mm. It's no different from watching a Premier League goalkeeper. A save's a save. Mm. So like, I, I love the fact that we've been able to create so many memories and so much content and be around so many people and, and give away so much stuff. Like we've done shoots. We've done, I've been able to go on TV. I've been able to go yeah. on that, do all these things. I've had all these opportunities to travel. I've played here. I've done that. I've been in front of thousands of people. I've had people in my own community and I've done that all with my friends. Yeah. That for me was always like the biggest thing in terms of what motivates me to keep going. Mm. But then I've also got the ambition of doing something that won't be forgotten. Yeah. You know, like doing something that when when we're long gone, like people are still talking about us in the right way. Like those were straight up guys. Like they worked hard. They were good people. They done business old school way. Like half the deals we've got have been done on handshakes. When yeah, I think yeah, about that, like, and that's based on who we are as people. And yeah. I don't, in all honesty, like, I don't really care what people say about me on the internet like that because I am very competitive and I'll complain, but I look at who I am as a person. I always kept my manners, always spoke to people the right way. And I think the fact that we've done this as, as a, a group of friends over the course of time, we're still going now, you know, and we've not given up on the dream. And we've like there's so much to be said yeah. for that, by the way, because there's so many teams that come and gone in the time that our teams have been around. And some yeah, of them, so, some yeah. of them, we've decapitated at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we, we we don't want credit for that, but we've done it. Yeah, and we're still here. And I think the beauty of what we've also done is we've allowed a lot of people that probably didn't believe that they could do this. I having a Sunday league team pull out a camera and feel like the norm. We played on Sunday. We had another team, two GoPros, cameraman, but. They've seen the formula, yeah. which which you have to do. You know, you have to do your research, and they've gone and created their own platforms. Mm. And that, they won't ever say, "Oh, it's because of SC Dons we've done that, because of Palmers we've done that, or because of that." But that is credit due to the work that's been put in. Yeah. So if you said to me, like, "What do I see next?" I'm like, "If you can protect that bit that's at the core of it for you, which uh, is with uh, your do you know, friends, do you know, it's a success for you." This is how I put it. I I put a lot of onus on him, yeah, because I feel like. The reason why the Dons is so successful is because of his family values. And I put mm. it down to his family because it's his mum and dad who have raised so many of us in the team. Like, I, he's been my best friend since I was a kid. So, like, having knowing that his mum made me pack lunches, looked after me, I've slept over their house. So, you know, like, having that kind of relationship and that loyalty is something that are core values to, that I think a lot of people forget. Yeah. And a lot of people do it, have lost the value of what being a gentleman is and what being a family person is. Now, he's somebody who welcomes people in naturally. And I'm kind of a bit like, I don't know if I trust that person so much. But he's always love over everything. And that's his mum. Yeah. You know, his mum was that person. No matter where you came from, welcomed you in. And I feel like the Dons is that club where it should always welcome you in to understand that you're allowed to want a dream. 
Mm. Like, and that's what parents do. Like, no parents should shut you down. They should say, go and do it. Like, ask him. He can tell you stories about when he had a job for Sky. Like, his mum, remember, he was trying to tell me he's going to do episodes. That's another story. But basically, got a job at Sky. He was telling me, gee, I'm not going to be able to make episodes. I would do my part in the episode from the van. I was like, if you go and do that, forget about SE Dons, it's done. And his mum, like, he, he didn't, what did they do? Come with a van? I lasted two weeks, man. You know, is um, <laughs> I, I got a, a Sky engineer job um, because honestly, Spence, without getting into it, I transitioned my lifestyle, yeah? And and I was cause I, I was having problems. I had police at the house and stuff, yeah? And I said, I need to do something, man. Um, I was growing up. I started a sports company, which was which was great. It's still running now. Ryan Palmer runs it. I don't own it anymore. Um, but I needed to make some money. So, and my music wasn't making me enough money. And I said, I need to transition my life. I'm better than this. When I got a Sky Engineer job, but I was doing SC Dons and I really believed in SC Dons. Like the YouTube channel was growing. Working for the enemy, Sky. Yeah, oh, honestly. Yeah. So I went, and I, they, they want me to put up dishes and stuff. It was an engineer job. I was there for two weeks, man. Literally, I'd done two weeks. And I remember I come home and my mum, because I'd, I'd done it and I got the job. And I remember all my sisters was like, oh, Andrew, we're really proud of you. Well done. I remember saying to my mum, like, why are, they, why are they messaging me saying they're proud of me? Like, I, I, I don't want this job. I don't want to do it. I've done it to bloody keep everyone off my back because they're all complaining about like me getting into trouble and doing things. And um, my mum, I remember that second or third week, I was exhausted, bro. I was like, I was driving over to Hammersmith from Lewisham or Mottingham at the time. And my mum woke up in the morning one time and I was so tired. I was meant to go and get in it. And she said, nah, you're, not, you're not doing this, Andrew. I believe in you. I believe in what you're doing. I love what you're doing. Don't, you're not it. doing this. Yeah. And I, I went back to sleep and woke up to knock on the door about 10 10 a.m and the guy the manager or something he's come to get my van and he's like why well, you're not work i said bro do you know where you are mm. like, talk to me properly you're, you're in my house you don't own me mm. long story short i lost the job and um yeah i never looked back i just stuck with se dons so come to your three questions of mine i was just out of time to think about it a little bit i think loyalty uh love and purpose mm. so i think love because i base everything on love that's my faith I believe in God and I think love, you should love everybody in this world full of hate, you know? Mm. And um, even though, like I said, I think we can easily be uh, kind of misrepresented because we are we are boisterous, we are loud, whatever. But deep down, we've got all our relationships with people because out of love and just treating people with respect and etiquette. So love, and that's what SC Dons represents, whether you're black, white, whether you're whatever you are, straight, gay, this, that, Muslim, it doesn't matter, Christian. We're all inclusive as well, believe it or not, yeah? So that purpose, because it gives me a purpose in my life right now. When I think about my mum, how much I love the club. When I think about my dad, who's lost my mum, but he loves the club and it gives him something to look forward to every single week. And that's just my two immediate family members, let alone the amount of people we've touched across the world and yeah. around the world who might relate to my story. He's lost both his parents. People that can relate to us and think, wow, we're just showing them how you keep going through adversities. You know, we're especially in an area where everyone's folding and giving up. Like we're telling you, no, 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 we, we keep moving. So I think it gives me a purpose, something to really kind of build this community thing. And the last thing was ambition. I'm an ambitious person. I've always been like it. George knows I, he's, his house is being refurbished at the moment. So he's living with me. And I, I struggle to sleep at night because I'm awake at crazy yeah. hours. And, I, and I, I just can't switch off my mind. I'm the same. I, honestly, it's, it's, it's something I struggle with. So, I, and that's my ambition because I'm trying to get somewhere and I think, through SE Dons, it just gives me an excitement. We wake up excited because it's like, even when you ask me, where are you going to be in 10 years? I don't, I can't answer that question. I don't know. Like if I worked, to, if I stayed at that Sky job, I, I could tell you I'm going to be in 10 years. Yeah, I'll be yeah. on a roof somewhere putting up a, a dish. So it's like- um, It's funny because 
I always remember I did an interview for a job when I was about, just finished uni, I was about 21. It was, uh, I can't remember what it was for, to be honest. And in the interview, uh, the interview, the lady said, where are you going to be in five years? Mm. And I went, I've got no idea, but it'll be somewhere good. And she said she loved that answer. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, but yeah. it was a bullshit answer. I didn't have an answer. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, well, I'll just, I will be good because I'm not going to accept anything else. Yeah. And I think that's all you can have. You can't, and no, that, no one knows. You know what? I remember the last, the last time, so I was only there for two weeks, yeah, but I met a few people while I was there. And I just, one thing that stood out to me, I was in a room and it was a similar thing. I think the guy, I was speaking to a guy because he recognised me. That's what was embarrassing as well. I was like, what are you doing here? I said, I said, well, I need to get a job in it. Do you know what I mean? Um, and he was like, um, he's like, oh, he plays football. I was like, oh, you play football? He said, yeah, I used to play on Saturdays. I don't play anymore. Obviously, um, you know, I'm doing the job. I'm like, what, you do, what, what do you mean don't play anymore? Because he works on Saturdays and stuff. So I said, I had to pack it in. And I was just thinking, I, I can't be me. I can't, I can't pack in something I want to do or my dreams or ambitions to stay on this set, what this set wage will be, doing something I'm, I have to be passionate about things, Spence. Yeah, I switch yeah. off easily. I've got no, a bad I, I attention can sense span. It. I can and, sense um, it. If, I, if I'm not, and I wasn't passionate about that, which means I'd actually be a disservice to Sky. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. It, I'm, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't. I'd put the dish up, call, you got a problem, I'd ask someone else, I can't yeah. want to deal with it. Whereas with me, with the Dons, I'll give you all my time. Yeah. With Kick Up Sports, when we had a company, I'll give you all my time. Um, it's so, another yeah. similarity I'm exactly the same I'm all or nothing if, yeah, I'm, yeah. if I'm doing a job and I feel like I'm not trying or I'm not doing my best I just stop because it just takes the piss out of them but yeah, also yeah. you're not you're wasting your life yeah yeah so if I'm doing something I'm like it's all I think about all day mm. every day and like listen I know you do a bit of motivational speaking like I'm, I feel motivated hearing from you both and that's one of the yeah. reasons I want to do this I want to share energy with people that are doing yeah. cool things and that's exactly what I've got from today um, there's a few things I want to close out with but before that my plan for how we can play each other let me know what you think could be this uh, this coming season it could be whenever pre-season tournament not just us we can handpick and invite or we can however we do it some of the YouTube slash internet slash whatever let's create a tournament let's create a I don't know making this up as I go along but like YouTube championships or internet yeah. championship whatever we call it and it's like it has every team that want to be involved have to have something different they've done that's not just a normal football team. You would 100% qualify. We would qualify. I'm thinking, obviously, you've got your other Sunday teams. There's plenty of them out there. You've played most of them. You've got clubs like Farnham, who we mentioned, we're going to have on the yeah. podcast. Harry Hugo does his YouTube stuff. Work out who it is and do a pre-season tournament. And the reason I say pre-season is because that's when we'd have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. We can't do it in the season. Yeah. Um, and it could be like we went to Jersey a few years ago and we did a one of those like Saturday Sunday tournaments. You, know, you play a game on the Saturday semi final. Yeah, I saw final that. The next day, yeah. it was Cray Wonders in that, wasn't it? Yeah, Cray. It was yeah. us, yeah, Cray, was Jersey, Jersey right? and yeah. yeah, Jersey, Cray, and FC United. Have, have, have you seen that Sunday team, the Britons? Um, the, so the Bolton owners, they've got their own Sunday team as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I met. I'm, I told you, I met them with Fogden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they've got a Sunday team as well, and they're, I think they're growing, but I, I like the idea of that. that sounds like a you know, I think idea. about it, I think about the it potential sounds, yeah, of it long term. It, it could be saying that, like, maybe teams have to qualify for even, like, yeah. there's other teams in the country that fit the bill, whatever yeah. we'd make the, like, um, the sort of qualification criteria to be. Yeah. And it might be like, okay, there's some, there's, there's a couple of teams that are invited, certainly to the first few, because we've, what we've done in the scene, but then there's a few more spots. Okay, well, you guys play each other, winner can get in here. Yeah. And it, actually, I like the idea of, let's do a game and let's, let's make it happen. Like, 100%, you have my word. Like, I would, I've always wanted the game to happen, just needs to make sense, like, when in the year it happens. I think, I think it's a great idea. And like I said, it's, it's good that you touch on it, because it's always going to be the elephant in the room. Yeah. I say it all the time, I think there's no bigger YouTube game than Essie Dons versus Hashtag. I also am a man that respects someone's space. 
And I, lo- I I always go back to this. I remember watching a Tiny Temper interview and he was talking about he was, because he's from my way. He was talking about he was in um, a room with Coldplay. my man from Coldplay. I've forgotten mm-hmm. the lead singer's name. It, but And he didn't speak to him about music. Yeah, he said, because he, he just had to respect his space. Yeah. Now I think the time came where we should have played each other and we didn't. We was on it and you've explained, but it wasn't for you at the time. None that he wasn't on it. You probably didn't think it was right for you at the time. We're now at a point where I'm actually respecting your space. And I've said it to him. I said, we can't play hashtag at the moment. You lot are doing what you're doing and it probably doesn't make sense for you to play us. Now, I say that to say this, to do that would be sick. Yeah. yeah. But I, I actually foresee that time that we do play each other and it will be in the non-league period. That, that's what I used to say. I genuinely see when it. When we yeah. went into non-league. And I say to him all the time, I'm saying that day will come and it will be massive. I would love it. Honestly, it, would imagine, love it. Because that way it makes sense FA for Cup. you. Imagine. Oh, FA Cup knockout. Imagine the amount of people that come that's down. What I, when we went in non-league and, and obviously like was, all my head was on non-league and being a Saturday team and doing these things. People say to me, when you can play the Dons, I say, look, I say to them, I would so love to play the Dons. Yeah, people, <laughs> people say, told you that. Yeah. People say all the time, uh, when uh, you can play the Dons. I'm, I'm, and I would say to them, I would love we, to play the Dons. That one up yeah, that's what we need. You know, for a long time, I kept saying, hashtag we're hiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was what it was. No, no, I'll get off my chest now, because we've said what I said our piece, yeah. I felt like there was at least one year that we should have been at Wembley, because that's what I was hoping Oh, the Wembley Cup? I wanted that. I want that. That was the one thing. But do you know what it Trying did? It was motivation. Yeah, I actually it was know what motivation. There. Go on. The honest answer is you got vetoed by the brand. That's the yeah. honest answer. So we, we, I swear to you, in my life, I brought you up in the conversation in the room when we had, we were having the because uh, obviously EE uh, Wembley Cup was all paid for by EE. So there was a lot of hands tied situations. Loads of things we couldn't. Like, KSI wasn't allowed to play in the first one. Yeah, yeah. Mad. KSI wasn't allowed to play in it because some of the videos he'd done back then. She's like, imagine the kickoff I was making when my whole idea was to get the biggest YouTubers at Wembley. Couldn't get him. Obviously, I want him there. It was called Spencer FC versus the Sidemen. You couldn't, the leader of the Sidemen weren't allowed to play. Yeah. So when we had the fourth year, I made a list of teams. I mean, XO, good friends of mine, XO, but they weren't a football team. They were created for the tournament. Even really the F2FC weren't really. It was only us and Rebel that were current teams. Mm. So I presented a lot of names and you guys were right at the top of that list. And I was like... Yes, is what you have to understand. Like, I am ultimately trying to do stuff with the Wembley Cup that makes it successful. So I was presenting all the names that I thought would get bums on seats, and you yeah. were one of them. And EE were just like, we can't risk it with those guys. That, and I'm not saying they're right, but <laughs> yeah. that was that was. I swear to you, that is what happened in that tournament. It wasn't because yeah. there's no reason why I wouldn't want you in there. The, the fourth Wembley Cup, and I said this before, and I say it again, we didn't want to win it. Now. When we play football, we want to win, obviously. When I'm on the pitch, you'll never get me to not try and win, ever. But from a purely strategical perspective, don't you if you remember like, some of the hassle, or you probably don't know some of it, but like the three Wembley Cups I'd done, I constantly had to battle with the being the organiser and having mm. a team in it. And people would like, and obviously what happened, ironically, when the one we didn't win was the one where Jeremy Lynch started saying like, oh, this is what happens when the yeah. refs aren't Spencer's yeah, yeah, I was I heard like, about all that We stuff. didn't even want to win it because mm. people like you say that stuff. So, and the proof's in the pudding. Some of these boys were there, actually. Stampy played in that game. We had the best night out after we, the only Wembley Cup we didn't win. And I'm not saying the boys didn't want to win, but it was because we were a team. Yeah. We all went out and we were there and the other teams were trying to come along on our night out. Mm. And that's when I knew we were going to win the league that year, which we did as our first non-league season. I was like, this is a proper team. But yeah, it wasn't... I, the reason I'm telling you that is when I was putting together the teams to play in that tournament, it's never about who can we beat. There, there might have been times where we could have played each other outside of Wembley and it would have been like what's in it for us win-lose scenario but Wembley Cup was about make the biggest thing because it helps my YouTube channel it helps what I do as a job you would have been in there if it was up to me and then we never did another one because the hassle we had from that was outrageous mm-hmm. and we were in non-league and 
basically it was an egos thing. Like there's, there's so many different egos once the teams got involved to get in one room. I realised, this is another reason why we didn't go down the next level route. I can't do, I can't run the league or the managing, competition managing and have a team. Yeah, yeah. Even if I am fair, and I swear to you, I was always fair with any decisions we made. People won't see it like that. And that's why, when I talk about this tournament idea, I don't want to run it. I want us to run it as a group. Yeah. So I would suggest, if this, and the reason I, I, if we're going to play each other, the reason I like the idea of it being a tournament is I like the idea of it being a trophy and I like the idea of it being a thing that happens every year. Yeah, and yeah. We can repeat it. And like, partly, because if you don't win it, you can look forward to trying to win it next time. So if we do it, let's this, 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 this now on the record be the first official like discussion of it. Let's take it offline and let's work out, okay, is it a Dons and Hashtag thing? Do we get another couple of teams to be part of the, the sort of committee yeah. of it? And let's make it fair. Let's choose all the rules, where the games are going to get played, whatever, Does it as a committee. And if yeah, games are played at one person's ground one year, then we'll make sure the next year it's the other person's ground. I'm well up for that. I don't want to be the guy. I don't want to, if we win it, I don't want anyone going, of course you won it. It's yeah, your yeah. idea. I want it to be a group thing. Mm. No, you won't get out of good. us. We don't talk about that. <laughs> that ain't our kind of language. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think you yeah. would. I think mm. viewers sometimes like that though. And I like, yeah. I don't like the shine taking off. If we, I want to earn it. And like, I'm saying this because, you know, I always look for beats in the season from a like content perspective. And we've got obviously the football season that can go wrong. You can not be in anything. Some people would even say sometimes we've never had it but it would be better to have a relegation threatened season than it would a mid-table one because the videos still mean something at the end yeah. of the year. Likewise, you've got playoff sets. If, we're not in, if the end of the year comes by and we're not in a playoff and we're not getting relegated, those videos are not really meaning anything. Mm. So luckily, we have this thing where we're going to America every year at the moment for this, this TFT tournament. What's it, a million yeah. pounds? It's amazing, yeah, it's huge. And we love that because it means that every year we have a big thing to look forward to. Yeah. So I'm thinking, what's another thing we can put in pre-season that's a yearly thing that is a big beat? And even if we aren't, you know, Best case scenario, we win it. Whatever happens to the rest of the next 50 odd games, oh, we've got that trophy. Yeah. So, like, let's do it. I think it'd be wicked. And even better if you end up in non league, because I think we definitely will play each other. Yeah. Based on where you are in the world, I'm pretty sure if you got to our level, we'd be in the same league as 100%, 100%. well. We should be, I would love that. And people probably think I'm bullshitting. I'm We're telling you right now. Man. That is a game that yeah, guaranteed honestly, people from the door. You don't understand what I, that rec would do. I, I reckon the numbers would be Thousands. outrageous, man. It would be it'd be unbelievable. You yeah. think Dulwich Hamlet sell out sell out um, Champion Hill? You watch that game. But you know what also is like and again we talked about it earlier with how it's taken a bit of time for people to get used to the hashtag being non-league or whatever. Like people like you, and I know that obviously rising ball is it's different because they took, I don't know if you'd ever considered this, whether you'd take over a club to get, to beat the yeah, system a we, bit. We have spoken about that. Um, but again, it's about identifying the right club and then you have to make an offer and all of that stuff. Yeah. So there is, you know, we really have looked at it. The difference is in buying a club and going in at the very bottom. We're just weighing everything well, I up. personally, I'm biased, but I love the idea that we didn't do that. I well, know that's, we've, that's, we've merged that's other teams. That's where we are. But... That's where we are. We spoke about that the other day. Mm. Kind of, because they're... Listen, we, look, look, Spence, yeah, I don't want to say too much, but we are having these discussions. Yeah. And one thing that G did say, and Andy was speaking about, is the, is the beauty in having our journey so authentic as in... You could buy a club, but then you you take their history and you've got to change their name and all of that kind yeah, of stuff. You've got to deal as with opposed that, yeah. to doing it ourselves. Yeah, but and what's really people important, you piss off as well. What's really important, as you will know, into what level you can enter mm. is down to your facility. Yeah, huge. Do you know what I mean? And we're we're someone that even got a home ground. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. On a Sunday. Yeah. So we that's something we have to figure out. Yeah, facilities uh, massive. All right. What do you see with your business head on as the positive? Positives and negatives of SC Dons. 
Whereas in like, if I was doing a review of your yeah. club and your business. This doesn't have to make the cut, but it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I, I'd, li I'd like to know that. Um, I think you've got a really strong, so it comes back to what I think makes an important team. And I think identity is the biggest thing. It's like, because otherwise there's like a million clubs, right? Like, what are you? If you haven't got an identity that someone goes, that's the sort of club they are. I think you guys have that down to a T. Probably more so than us in terms of the way you are on the pitch. You know, if we have an identity of the way we play, it's because the manager's put it in and the players he's brought in. But you wouldn't say... That's a hashtag team, for example, if you saw a team play a certain formation or play a certain with energy that you guys do. Whereas people know, you know, it's not going to be a fun day and you're going to play Dons. I think that's a really important part of what you do. And I think you should never lose that. And I think that would, when you go into non-league and if you keep the same manager and all those things, but whoever's in charge, you have to, from the top, put that pressure on. Like In the same way that, you know, an owner of... A certain club in the Premier League will say, oh, we, we, we're doing money ball here, we're not overspending, or are oh, we going to play 4 3 3? You have to keep that forever, I think. Don's has to be a hard place to go. Mm. And it, I don't know if I actually don't. Is Don's from Don's Reps? Yeah, 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 okay. Because yeah. obviously, mm. Wimbledon, who were not yeah, a million yeah. miles away, that's what they were known for, right? The crazy gang. I think yeah, there's elements of that in you yeah, guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think you've got to keep that. Um, if I was being like trying to think of ways you could future proof yourself. For me, I just know everything we do comes down to the brands that we have sponsor us, right? And the commercial. So I would look, and you, you guys almost certainly do this already, but I would look to see how you can maximise the potential of getting money through the door without losing what you are. And is there things you could do? And I think you have, like you said, you've been on a journey where you've probably like calmed down a little bit, whatever the word is, like diluted it a little yeah. bit from when it started. But equally, if you hadn't started the way you did, you yeah. wouldn't have probably got to where you are. So you can't change too much. We're probably going on almost different, uh, opposite journeys right now. Yeah. Every year, I think we, as the players change and we get older and all these things, we get a little bit more mature and adult in what we do. And you guys probably, and we'll probably never meet in the middle, but we will start to get a little bit more like football mm. teams and less we like ourselves. We're going, like you said, it's kind of opposite opposite way in the same direction. Yeah, you exactly. I mean, and that, and that, and, but then, you know, all that anxiety and stuff I talked about at the start with being on YouTube and like not knowing, even then, like I didn't know how long YouTube was going to be around. I think now we can say it's going to be around for a while. Yeah. It's harder than ever to sustain a career on there because there's so much content now. But we know it's not going one, anywhere. One thing I say to George about that, because I think, yeah, you look with, with, with the emergence of TikToks and Instagram and people more consuming small smaller content, I, I don't think the views are once, once, what, once what they are what they once were, no. for example. But I think what I would say to him, people don't get bored of football. No, it's true. So like, you, you don't have to go and think of some crazy idea to entertain people. Of course, certain games you might put out are going to get more interaction than others. Of course, that's the same as us. We might have a game which is the interaction ain't great, but then you go put a cup final or yeah. quarter final, a London cup run, same as yourselves. You play in the FA Cup, it's, it's crazy. But people aren't going to get bored of football. No, and when I look and at... If, if, sorry, if, yeah. if, if you've got hashtag supporters or SC Don supporters... They 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 support the club. Yeah. So that in that sense, I think in what we're doing, there's a little bit more um, stability as opposed to if we're just a a comedian or a presenter or just trying to make funny stuff. Yeah. We ain't really got to think about anything. We could be lazy, even though I'd never encourage that. I'm just saying. Let's just say we was lazy and all you done was put up your Saturday and your Tuesday games. Nothing else. You're still gonna get people that's gonna watch your stuff. Yeah, and that's why I think both of us in different ways you know, found real, real results when we started doing, incorporating football into the thing, into your music. But yeah. for me, it was into my YouTube content, like, because it's such a big niche and market. Yeah, yeah. So much demand for it. And I think like, yeah, one of the things that we don't even do this yet, but it's on our radar to do it, is like, for example, when you get our own, because we're, we're a ground share, obviously, so we don't get our food and buy money. We just get yeah. our gate receipts. 
But when you start to do that, so you start off with your gate receipts and then you get your own ground, you'll be making money that you can't currently make. Exactly. And that's when it gets interesting because you take the football money and you put that onto the, the football pitch, but you take the money you're making from your sponsors and things and that can grow your media team and it exponentially grows. And then yeah. you start to actually, because it's like we have an unfair advantage basically on other teams. Like they have an unfair advantage on us because they have their own stage in which they got 70 years ago because some guy left it to them in a wheel or whatever. Like we're never yeah, going to yeah. get that. Yeah. But they make, but they're capped at where they. I mean, I'm not talking about any team particularly here, but majority of them on, on league teams are capped. At how many fans they can ever get because they yeah. can only appeal to a certain catchment. We guys, we're uncapped yeah. first and foremost, but also and we go, have a separate revenue model. But, that, but that's and why they, they, struggle, audience, they struggle so much to build a fan base, and that's yeah. why I never really got into non-league because it's like it's boring. But I think now it's a lot more exciting than professional. Yeah, but I'm saying like, um, look, we got loads of friends who play non-league football, and they they, they ain't got a fan base. Man. But you can be a non-league team about being a non-league team you know what I mean yeah, that's what yeah. we are we're in the non-league period yeah, 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 non-league yeah. Team. he used to say to me like oh he would say like oh we talk about Saturdays and Sundays and I say somebody can tell you they're playing on a Saturday they could be playing at bloody step six seven whatever it is doesn't mean they're better than a Sunday league player no but then when I compare the support base there's certain like you think about I've played that step six where I've played against teams like I don't know who's the most recent Meridian there was 20 people there yeah Right. Away from home, there are 20 people. They're yeah. in Charlton. And you think to yourself, where the hell is everybody? And then you think about some of the the clubs that are in around the area. Big, nice stadium. Still got 75 people. 100%. We've got so like, you know, they're, they're, they're just at a loss. Every, like As a football club, but I suppose there's different ways to find revenue to youth, cl- youth teams, everything youth else. Teams. Yeah, and the dream is if you can do it, if we do everything every other club does, we've also got this rabbit in the hat, which is the, the whole YouTube side of our business. Yeah. It means And it means you just climb the leagues quicker because we've got more options but yeah. like I mean the league sent the stats around they sent them around this week like there was low, one of the lowest attended games in our league this year was I think one game had like 50 people it's a step, that's step three yeah so like you guys your average attendance are, if you can sustain it or even not sustain it, even if you get half of what you get now because you're playing more games and things more regularly um, you still you still end up around our level, I think, yeah. in terms of attendances. Like you know, you got the big teams like the Dulwiches are getting three thousand every week, but you've got teams at the bottom they're getting less than hundred every week. So mm. it's a massive massive gap. Listen, I'm conscious of time. Yeah, uh, yeah. You yeah. guys have been amazing, and you've shared so much, and I, genuinely, it's like made me even more motivated to do what we're doing, which is exactly the point of why I want to do this podcast. Before we go, I want to two questions. First question: Any regrets with all the stuff you know now? Is there anything you've done differently? Nah, I don't. I don't live with regret, you know, Spence. I think looking back, you could, in hindsight, you might have done things differently, but I don't regret anything because I think it's all added to where we are now. Yeah, so if you change something, it might change the yeah. result. Same for you. No, I actually do. Okay. But my one is not not beating the team in the, the team in the uh, nationals last season. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we, we, was, we was into the we was in the semi final of the nationals. And I believe went up to Northampton. Yeah, went took thousand up there, told a thousand yeah. tickets. Was that their ground? Or was that at Northampton's ground? Oh, so it was a neutral, neutral, venue. neutral yeah. venue. Then to not win that game. Well, could you have done something different though? Is it regret or is it I, just you I, got I think, I think as a team we underperformed. Okay. And that for me, as I, I'm so yeah. old school, like in terms of like when I when I fell in love with football, I looked at captains as the people that kept you in the game or led the line. Yeah. So like I used to see like a Roy Keane, a Gerard, a, a Vieira, and I'd see them have that moment that galvanised the boys over the line. And I felt like, although I, I didn't play bad, I played well, I just felt like, could I have done more to get the boys over the line? Because I felt like that was the year to reach the Nationals final. And the team that we played against on a good pitch with the players we had to, <coughs> to not win was like, that, that for me was a personal one. I thought... I'm, that one's going to hurt. 
it'd be interesting if you had sometimes um sometimes goals and ambitions not attained are better than when you attain them i'm not saying it'd be great to win it obviously like i would want to win it too but like sometimes it's more of a motivator it's one of the reasons that some of the best managers are players that didn't quite hit the top of their career because mm. they have the motivation. If you win everything, where'd you go from there? So it could have been interesting to know what would have happened in another universe. You guys have won that national cup. Would you have gone, Oh, we've got to go non-league. We've done this. Mm. We've completed it. Or would you have just inadvertently accidentally take your foot off the gas a little bit? You start to think, Oh, we're comfortable. We've done it now. We're the team. So you never know, but it is fair enough. Like, you know, those moments, might be that if you do end up going in non-league, you might never get another chance to win that. I have a similar regret with the FA Vars. We don't get to do that anymore. And I think, because it only went up to step five, I think we were one of the best step five teams in the country at the time. Farnham Town having a great run in it now. Once you get promoted beyond it, you never play the Vars again. And we could have got to Wembley. Now we've got to do it in the trophy and the trophy goes much higher. It's half in it. Where did you get to in the Vars? We never had a good run in it. Um, oh, it? A couple of games. We lost on oh, penalties damn. against uh, Fakenham. We lost, yeah, we never had a deep run in it at all. Um, and my final question then is, what, what, if you were talking to me as the hashtag owner, but also anyone else that runs a club, like, what's your advice for people that run a club? What do you think makes a good club owner? My, my thing would be provi- providing the club the best light on it mm-hmm. and also the best platform on it. So the reason why I say that is the best clubs that I've played for, they're still in my heart now. Even though they wouldn't, I never, I, I, I wasn't that supporter, I wasn't that. But the way they, the club embraced me from top, from the very top, where, the way the chairman spoke to me and every, the way I was treated at the club, last to now, to the point that when I speak about those clubs, I still speak about them in a positive light. Mm. So I would say that that would be my feeling that when people speak about the SE Dons, they speak about what the club meant to them in the period that they played for the club. Mm. They would speak about it in a way of respect. And that that's not that's not easy because we all know football is such a, a cutthroat business and there's clubs that I wouldn't talk about that in that way. But that would be the the best thing for me, knowing that the journey that we've been on, like I was saying, being able to watch episode one to where we are now, and then someone saying, Wow, that's the club I play for, not everyone has that luck. And I would that would be my pride and joy. The respect for the football club. I think that's a really good point because I think it all comes down to the people, right? Like you, you and it does come from the top. Like the amount, when I see teams that do that badly and I see players that go, oh, I hated playing for that club or whatever. And I'm really proud that like, I, I, it could be out there, but I don't know if any players ever played for us and not enjoyed it and not and not spoken well about us after they've left. I think you've embraced them so well. Like uh, yeah. when I think about PK and Teniola, these are boys that we all know, like they reshare their videos you with your commentary after they've scored or they've done a trick, but you understand who they are and you allow them to be on that platform for hashtag. That's brilliant. And I think that's our responsibility as people running clubs, right? Like if I, if I think if I carried myself in a different way or I sort of made comments to the manager about how he could, you know, we, we care about our players. If we were, and the manager is a massive part of this as well. You know, if we were more ruthless and you know, i get rid of him, get rid of him. I don't yeah. honor this agreement or, you know, people that, that gets around. People talk about that stuff mm. pretty quick. And I'll look at other clubs how they do things and I think that's a toxic environment and like I wouldn't uh, want to play that, that. that was because I was going to say I think you've got to be forward thinking but I think you've got to be able to have the ability to separate yourself from the club yeah, yeah in a way that a lot of chairmen can have like a power trip as you said I own this club like we're not going to do this we're not going to do that you have to be able to step aside from that and think almost as a fan of your club um, on, on, on a thing of how how would I feel as a supporter of this club mm. or how would I feel as a player playing for this club playing for me what kind of owner am I? Am I a power chip owner where I, where I own you? You don't own human beings. You know, it's your club, of course. You're gonna. What we've had to speak about it a lot. We've had to get to a point where I don't 
take I used to take it personal. Yeah, like let's say if players we put in in the group every week, obviously it's not Saturday Sunday. We have to find out who's available. Sometimes I take it personal and they keep putting up an X. There's no no explanation on. Oh, sorry, mate, I can't make. I'm I'm I was really raised on manners. Like if anything, I'm over polite. Yeah. So it's, it's not hard to just message me uh, privately. Sorry, bro, I can't make it this week. Um, after everything we do for them, I used to take it really personal. And I've had to be able to get to the point where we don't, it's not personal. Everyone's got their own lives. Mm. We can't expect them to make, SC Dons is a priority for me, for him. It's not for them at the end of the day. We just ask him out of respect, give us our respect, be there on time and give your all when you're here. Yeah. But I think it's very important to not, to, to lose a little bit of ego as a, as, as an owner. 100%. Just lose a bit of ego because I, I can only go, I'm not going to say anyone, but obviously he's played non-league his whole life and there's some of the stories I've heard of some of these chairmen and how they are. I think, how do you put up with that? Yeah. You know, so I think if you've got to be forward thinking as a club, humble enough to know you don't know everything. You've got to keep learning yeah. and maybe ask yourself, how how would it feel to play for me? So you're yeah, the chairman, yeah, yeah. take yourself out yourself for a second. Would you play for yourself? Spencer, yeah. the chairman, would you come and play for you? Do you, do you understand? Yeah, I that's think what got, I think when and players And this is at a low well. level because at the end of the day I understand chairmen's are talking about millions and millions but the, there's no price on morals at the yeah. end of the day. You're a good person or a bad person. I think they've got to be able to have the ability to do but that. I think yes, in our level if anything it's more important because you're asking players to do stuff like alongside another job and stuff so you've got to, exactly. you've got to the human factor is huge and like what I really like about your two answers is they kind of work together which is, you know, you're completely right. You do have to accept that people are never going to care about your club as much as you will, yep. but if you do what you said, they'll care a bit more. Exactly. If you if you treat them like humans and if you make them feel welcome, you'll get that little bit more out of them, and it does it does make their experience better and it makes it, the results it, better. Environments are everything, and yeah. that's that. It's a it's like a buzzword at the moment. The culture, you know, you create that yourself. You know, like if you don't set the tone, no one else will. Like everyone's always looking for leaders, but you have to be the leader. Well, listen, when it comes to cultures and setting the tone and all these things, I can't think of many better examples than what you guys have done. So like, just to finish, I want to say massive thank you for you joining us. Thanks, I want to say best of luck with everything you're doing on the pitch and off the pitch. I really hope to see it continue and thrive. I personally would love to see you join non-league, but that's your decision. I think whatever happens, let's get this tournament going. I'm really excited for that. I'd love yeah. to see that game happen. And yeah, basically just applaud you and everything you've done, um, not just on the pitch, like the work you do in the community, the way you've got people feeling about the football locally and online. We take a lot of inspiration from it. Don't think that we don't. A lot of these boys watch your videos, you know, it's, it's something that quietly we talk in about. in the back, uh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 trust me. In the, in the kit room, quietly, yeah. headphones in. No, no, it's true, man. You've inspired yeah. a lot of people. So keep doing that. And listen, I hope, I hope it's not the... The last time we we cross paths and we get to do more in the future. Nice one, Spence. Thank Big you. Up, All the links will be in the description. SC Dons. Um, obviously, if you don't already subscribe, and make sure you go over there and do that. And yeah, I mean, anything else you want to tell us about what's going on at the Dons before you go? It's anything for the Dons. We're working. <laughs> Stay locked in, man. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. Well done. Nice one. <laughs>